Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. Wednesday, the 19th day of July, 2023. Thanks for being here. It's the BS all sponsored by Sky River Casino on Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is mean. There's Nelson. Hello. Hello. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Also text us on the text machine at that same number. Messaging and data rates, they're going to apply. They are. The Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, two ways you can get our podcast uh, as well as stream us. And then on the social media, listen to the BS on Instagram, Twitter, uh, threads, and Facebook, uh, and then on uh, YouTube at The Bailey Show. So we, uh, we, we've had a very interesting morning into afternoon so far. <laughs> very, very nostalgic. Is that what we're going to call it? Interesting Nostalgic oh. is good. Nostalgic is good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, throwback. Throw, yeah, throwback. <laughs> Flashback Wednesday. <laughs> so we uh, we wake up to a to an email, company email, that said uh, you know somebody got COVID. It happens, mm-hmm. and uh, we were in contact. It happens, we were. whatever. And so uh, they're like, you got to get the COVID tests, you know, and uh, and then wear some masks. Yes. And I'm like, okay, if these are your rules, like I, I, I was never during the whole COVID run, the, 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 the conspiracy theorist, I was never bitching about wearing the masks or I just was like, I don't know. I'm assuming no one else knows either. So what I, I, and I don't always do this, but I try to, if I don't know something, I'm not going to fight it. Well, I didn't fight it. I followed the rules, but I'm not going to lie. I hated wearing masks, and especially when it's hot like it is now. Well, there's nobody that enjoyed it. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, oh, God, thank God. I see for years everybody in China wearing masks. I can't uh-huh. wait. So <laughs> glad. Now, nobody wanted to wear masks. Finally, I won't look weird. So I get on the horn with Nikki, and uh, I'm like, hey, look, after we talk talk to Nelson, get the COVID test, and she's like, I, was like, I, I have some at the house. So as I'm I'm unpacking boxes as we move into this house, my wife was out. So I called her and I said, you know, you know, we're a COVID test. I know we had some. Mm -hmm. Remember when the government gave good ones. Remember the government uh, sent us free ones? Mm -hmm. Yes. They're like that orange and white box. Yeah. Right. Is that what those were? Yeah. Because that's not the one that I got. I got some rinky dink ones from the government. Oh, that's the ones I got. The orange and white box, Uh right? Yeah. Yeah. they're, They're top, top notch. Yeah. So you you know you fill out the little form they'd send in the mail and it actually came it was kind of neat. So uh, and I I unlike most people I actually like to get tested. Like I went and got tested. <laughs> I got tested. He's not lying. He I is not lying, it. Nelson. I, I don't doubt it. I went and got tested because I enjoyed it because it would clear out my sinuses. He liked the stick going up his nose. Uh. He made me angry every time he said that. I hated being tested. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I think I'm just going to go get a COVID test today cuz I feel like it." So even though you don't have to on the home test, you still stuck it all the way up to your brain, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call it nose banging. 
That's what he called it. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 then when I found out it bothered people, I did it even more. Oh, of course. You know, that's just how I am. So, so anyway, uh, I used to like it in the test. Anyways, I, I call up Rach and I'm like, hey, do it. You know, where where are the tests? Do you have any idea? You know, if we don't, we don't. I'll just go to Walgreens mm-hmm. and get some. She was like, there's three boxes in the living room. Uh, she's like, I, th- I think all of her medicine stuff's in there. So I go to the first box. I open the first box. And lo and behold, all of our COVID tests are right there on the top. Wow. (laughs) Now that's good. It was meant to be to get tested today. That's how I look at that. (laughs) The universe was talking to me. So I said, Nikki, don't worry. I got you covered because I have like three kits in there. Right. And each of them have two in there. The reason why they came with two was because you were supposed to test. And then if it was negative, the next day test again. Right. Mm Because I went through that when I first got COVID. I only got it once. But when I first got it, you know, I tested negative and then I tested positive. That kind of thing. So, uh, so I, we all test negative. We come yes. into work. I make name tags that says I'm negative because here's the thing: we're walking around the building and we're trying to be sympathetic to other people, as you should be. Absolutely. I know it was a totally different world here in Sacramento than it was in the South. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was. You guys saw the news. You guys saw how it works. I mean, mm-hmm. we lived it. So, understood. Totally different world. I who am I to judge how you feel if you think I have right? So mm-hmm. I'm 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 not going to fight that. I'll, I'll I'll play along. And so we're walking around and we're like, nobody else is wearing the mask. Nobody but us. We look right. like aliens. It's like the people that just came from the south are wearing the mask. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> and I'm going, but there's more people. I go this. I go this. this I, I thought I didn't think COVID was a thing anymore. Didn't the government say it's over? It's done. It's done, it's and not, it's a myth. So it, it, it's a myth. <laughs> a myth. So I was like, "What's going? on? I'm so confused. All right, I'll just wear my mask." Because I got this nice underwear mask, but I forgot how difficult it is to breathe in these damn Dude, things. You it's very difficult. Have like the Cadillac of masks. <laughs> I got a couple of these. You babies. look like Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Like it's like a legit mask you have. And you know the funny thing is, is I was like, "Where is it? <laughs> Where did I leave my masks?" Oh, that's right. The same place I left them two years ago when the pandemic ended. <laughs> They're same exact place. And I was like, there's a there's been a can of Lysol in my truck since the end of the pandemic. Well, and, you know, when I there. when I say the end of the pandemic, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and, and every time I look at it, I like I got to get this thing out of here. I don't know why I keep having this thing. I've not used it. I, mm-hmm. I just get the damn Lysol thing out. So finally, I got it out today because I brought it in. I'm like, I'm taking it into the office. And we're going to use it. Because as we know, all you have to do is squirt Lysol in the air and all COVID dies. It's forever gone. Yeah, it's forever gone. gone. I still had my little KN95 mask uh, in my suitcase, and I knew that they were there. So I just grabbed a couple of these. Was that a boy band, KN95? Nope. These were the ones that they were saying, (laughs) you know, were the, you know, ones to have. Why did you say it like that? I know. It's KN95. Because I was reading it off the mask. I don't have it memorized. I know, but like, oh, when, have you, when have you ever seen a nine and a five together and you've said nine five? Are you really African-American? I am. It looks like your black's coming off in your mask. No, my makeup oh. is coming oh. off in my mask. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reason why I hate wearing these things. Are you accusing her of blackface right now? <laughs> I, well, I was have like, you been are, walking around this whole time? Are no, you but, Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder? No. <laughs> Because I have a problem with that. That's considered racist. It's a reverse white chick. She's been doing it to us this whole time. Oh, please. <laughs> Trust me. I'm uh, dark as they come. Hello. <laughs> I'm 
Cindy DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call me Cindy D. <laughs> no, like, no oh my God, it's been like a social experiment for three years. And <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Black is the New White. <laughs> so anyway, we're all negative. Mm-hmm. We're going to survive. We are going to survive. And, everybody, and our name tags are cute. Yeah, everybody, yeah, I'm negative. We're, everybody's good, so we're walking around. I feel like I have to explain it to everybody. We're walking around with a mask on. Yeah, why are you I walking sure around that, with a mask? I've been asked a few times. I sure the hell am not posting anything with the mask. No. I would have the busiest social media day from old two peers. Oh, oh yes. It would go bonkers. Not okay. happening. Not no. happening. So, anyway. We got something on the text machine. Oh, yeah? Let me hear it real quick. Today is my wonderful wife's birthday, and we listen to the show every day while relaxing with our daily joint. It would be amazing if she could get a shout-out by the gang, especially Nikki D. She's her spirit animal. Her name is Melissa. You're this lady's spirit animal? I guess so. All right, we don't do shout-outs. Don't do shout I hate that term. No shout-outs. Well, I have to read it how it's written here. That's what he asked for. He wants you to tell Melissa happy birthday. All right, what's up? No, tell her happy birthday, not what's up. So Melissa, happy say happy birthday, Melissa. Happy birthday, Melissa. No, God, Nelson. What is that? <laughs> Thanks for listening, Melissa. Happy oh, birthday. Oh, because they're smoking a joint. That's his bong. Okay, Sounds and then like... one more message says, mm. I always look forward to this time block. You all rock. Thanks for the entertainment and just for being awesome. We oh. never have messages this early. They must be left over they're from here. Mickey. No, no, these just <laughs> came through. <laughs> Right. Choked on the bungalow there. I didn't mean- this isn't 1950. You don't have to do your own jingles anymore. Okay? <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, next time, just download the sound effects so you don't die before <laughs> She's seven o'clock. literally about to die. Oh, right. I inhaled that. 916-909-0985. More Tears for Fears passes. We'll give you those uh, here at the end of this hour. That's what we have, right? That's what we yes. have. Yes, that's what I thought. Uh, you don't know Jeff. Five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion Jeopardy Jeff will join us. Uh, my DMV saga continues. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, because of recent events, had to go find a way station in order to get my registration. I did that this morning. I'll tell you how that went. Also, <laughs> we'll have the conversation, see where California ranks as far as some of the best and worst drivers. And if you don't mind, I would like to throw in my two cents on how each and every one of you listening right now can be a better driver. Uh-oh. Because I guarantee... of you some bitches do this. And I'm going to help you because I'm a helper. (laughs) I'm a a hamburger helper. I'm a helper guy. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Brian May is 76 today. That somehow seems not old enough and too old, doesn't it? Wow, that's good. I like that. Like, you think he's younger? Uh Uh-huh. But no way he's... Just that. Right. Like, how long ago were they huge? Like, yeah. That's yeah. Good. You know, probably best known for the Flash Gordon soundtrack. Probably. Flash. Savior of every one of us. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, without a doubt. Good movie. Nikki has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> how can you have a birthday in July? His last name's May. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Get out of here. The guitarist for Queen. Mm-hmm. That's who Brian May is. Okay. I got it. No, you can. It's a, See, here's the thing. This is what we're going to work on with you. You can admit you don't know something. I didn't say I knew it. But you get angry. Like, I'm not oh, angry. Okay. I, like, I, I get it. I know I, it. I, I, I got it. I'm fine. Okay. 
Well, what do you want me to say? Nothing now. I just said, okay, I'm over I got it. it. Done. I'm moving on. Moving forward. Uh, Brian May, 76, Queen. Happy birthday. There you go. That's what I want you to happy say. Happy birthday, Melissa, too. Yeah. If you, say happy, yeah, if you say happy birthday to the lady on the text machine, you got to say happy birthday to Brian May. I did. You know about Flash Gordon? Nope. Okay. Do you know what Flash Gordon is? Nope. It's a movie. Well, I just heard- Have you ever seen the movie Ted with the little bear and Mark I Wahlberg? I have seen that. And the guy that does cocaine, the blonde-haired guy? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's Flash Gordon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. For you millennials, that's Flash Gordon. There's your tie-in. Got to go watch the classic, the original. Uh, so I went to go get my truck weighed. So it must be all done then. Where'd you go? Because everything just works for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you must have just showed up, everything worked look, well, and look. they forwarded it onto the DMV. I, I, I don't want to be angry. <laughs> you don't look angry. I'm not. I've gotten past, okay. I'm past angry. Oh, my God. There's a point where you, I don't know why California doesn't want me to have a full license and registration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the powers that be get together and say, if you move here, especially if you own a truck, we're going to make it the most miserable experience you could possibly imagine. That's what you're doing. Seven, count them, seven times I've been to the DMV. Sheesh, that's a lot. Taking tests, failing tests, (laughs) passing tests, talking to people, smelling the coffee cigarette breath of the employees that refuse to start working until exactly 8 a.m. I've done it all. I've rocked them all. All right. Last time I was in there, they said, sir, I hate to tell you this because I'm sure you really hate it telling me this, but we can't give you a registration. You're missing one thing, the weight of your truck. I said, can we guess? Can I Google it? <laughs> There's got to be something that shows the weight of the truck. Yes. It's it's not like I've added. I mean, it's there's it's, no aftermarket parts. Give or take twenty pounds, right? Sure. Take my fat ass out of it. All right, minus two twenty. So uh, that's not that's not that they won't do that. So lady goes, I think there's a, a way station up in Auburn. I said, okay, that's fine. That's still you know thirty minutes from my house. I don't even know what I do when I go there. So uh, I was going to just get a new vehicle. We're trying to work this deal out, and uh, it just fell through. Mm-hmm. So I've been waiting three weeks, uh, just figuring that would be the easiest thing to do to get a new vehicle. I mean, that's how ridiculous this is. Getting a new vehicle is easier than dealing with the DMV. <laughs> and Ro- getting your tag switched over, which is insane. In Roseville. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. So because that fell through, I got I to gotta do something because now I'm past you know the, the 30 30- I'm guessing it's You're 30 illegal. days. Yeah, I'm illegal. I'm get well because I've got the, but I've got the temp what I call it, the temporary sticker tag. Temporary. Yeah. <laughs> what I call it. I've got that going on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh I was like I got to get something done. So for some reason I like you know, this morning's going to be the day I do it. And so I Google, I had a nice uh listener reach out with a, a place uh, that I did not go to yet. But I Googled, and there's supposedly a place that was not that far from my house. So I was like, all right, I'll dip up there, and I'll just go to the gym afterwards because mm-hmm. i got to be in my routine during mm-hmm. the week. It was 7.5 miles away. It was in Citrus Heights, uh, 18 minutes away. Not far at all. Not far at all. Bam, right up 65, poof. And so I go, and I see the signs. Way station, mm-hmm. two miles. Way station, one mile. But for some reason, my GPS had it on the other side of the street. I like had to do a U-turn uh-huh. at exit 98. I'm like, all right. 
Way station's coming up. I see the sign. It says way station right here. Exit here. Way station's got the arrow. It's pointing. Right. This is this is this is my time to this shine. Is it. This is it. As soon as I get up to the exit, and I couldn't see the full exit. Like I couldn't see what was happening because there was all these very large trucks that were exiting to get weighed, but I couldn't see past them. As soon as I started to get off at the way station, going, this is it. Mm-hmm. There's a sign that says. 18 wheelers only. No pickups. Oh. Whoa. Dang, I knew it. Son bitch. Wow. Right. So I kept going. I'm like, well, maybe that's not my way station. Maybe you're, you're further down. <laughs> I got a different one because my GPS has me going to the other side. Sure. So I go down. I do the UE. I come back around. Way station, two miles. I'm like, oh, this nice. must this must be mine. Okay, the because one you that's can go this to. one. And, I, and trust, I tried to call these people. Nobody answers the phone at the way station. No, there's Damn. not customer service at the way station. And so coming up, coming up, way station, way station, and there's way station exit here, way station exit here. And again, there's a lot of a lot of trucks can't see much. So I get over to the far right lane, getting ready to exit. I'm like, well, now I'm real excited. So I'm already kind of exiting before I'm uh-huh. exiting. You know, and getting off, and I start to get off. It's closed. It's a ghost town. It's like Walking Dang. Dead. Yeah. There's nothing there. That's not being used. It's not a thing. So I tucked my tail between my legs. I went to the gym, and uh, that was it. So now I got to uh, – we're going hiking. Um, we're off on Friday and Monday, which I'll explain later on in the show about 4.50 and why. But uh, the we're going to go hiking Monday, and we got to go past Auburn. So you're going to go to that one. I'm going to go to that way station. You're going to try it. I'm going, and then I'm going to the DMV on Monday. I'm getting my freaking registration. I'm going to pay whatever it is, and I'm never going back again. And I'm going to write a book on how bad the DMV is in Roseville, California. It's going to be a bestseller. <laughs> First book bestseller off the shelf. And you know, like when you're sitting at the, the DMV, you're talking to people about stuff. You know, and, and, and like you talk about driving and this, this, and that. This is where I'll get into the, uh, Cal- by the way, California, according to this list uh, from Consumer Affairs, uh, 10 cities with the safest drivers. And California is up in there. So California has some of the best drivers overall, along with the state of Texas. So really? good. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Good drivers. In Cal- and I would attest to that. You guys are good, good drivers. I like the roads are wide. I like the the, the, the join in on the roads thing. But here's the thing. I'm going to make you a better driver, and it's a simple piece of advice. And we got to do something about this because this is driving me insane. More insane than weighing my truck. Well, people getting over without blinkers? <sighs> no, that's yeah. going to be a thing all the time. You're never going to get past that. You've got to start waving. You really have to be friendly in your car. Yeah, nobody waves. What do you mean waving? Embrace the wave, man. Oh, like I let you in, you let me in, whatever. You, If someone lets you in, you wave back to them. Even if you see them, like if you're in your neighborhood and they're crossing in front of you, a nice little wave. Yeah. If see, so- that's what he's talking about. I knew that's what he was talking about. Like he just wants you to drive around and be like, hey, Bill. Well, in hey, your neighborhood, so- that should be a, a automatic anyway. No, nobody really does that. Here they don't. No. Oh, back, Yeah. In small towns and stuff, they do that. But in the city, people aren't driving around waving at you in the neighborhood. That's Jason Aldean's next song. No waves in a small town? More waves in a small town. (laughs) Making waves in a small town. There it is. There you go. We get there. Making waves in a small town. (laughs) It's not going to get any kickback. It just drives me insane. It drives me nuts that people don't wave. Yeah, it's that's crazy that they're not waving in your neighborhood. And, and it doesn't make any sense because, you know, look, I've been here now for, you know, four-ish months, I guess, and I've never been in a place with the so so many people so nice. 
everybody has a story to tell and they're in, in a conversation and, and so sweet, so nice. Guys, girls alike. Everybody is so nice. You go to a store, people are conversing with you. There's plenty of employees. People are happy to work. And it's just but no, no waves. But no waves. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So doesn't are you connect. waving at them and yes. they aren't waving back yes. at you? Yes. Is that what this is? Yes. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah, he's not asking so for the first wave. Waving. No, I refuse. I'm going to change the narrative. Okay. Well, let me know when that works. I'm going to change the narrative. <laughs> you know when they start waving back. <laughs> they better start waving back or we're going to have some bigger. I'm going to get on my truck. And what are you going to do? I'm going to wave I'm aggressively. Gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to aggressively wave. I'm going to grab their wrist <laughs> and tell them how it's done. Like you're teaching Helen Keller <laughs> sign language. This is how you wave. Yeah. <laughs> it may, it, look, I'm telling you, just try it. I don't know if 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 it's just not a thing because not everybody like it, it. It has to be a thing with some people, and they're just not doing it. Why aren't you doing it? It feels good. It makes you happy. It makes you a better drive. Makes you a better driver. I don't know. The only waves I've gotten here has been middle finger. So I haven't seen anybody. I haven't had a lot of that. I've gotten about three of them. I'm an aggressive driver too, and I've only I've. I've had one. Why I got they? one today, and he was trying to run into me, but shot me a bird. Isn't that crazy? Probably because you have your mask on. I, no, I didn't have a mask on. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> he knew. He was listening to Queen, and he was like, that lady doesn't know who I'm listening to. I'm going to give her the bird. <laughs> this is for you, Brian. <laughs> She's not really black. I can see it melting off in her mask. <laughs> Move to my state, you phony person. <laughs> you phony baloney Never Alright, uh, first round of headlines, what you got? I'm going to tell you the warning a local neighborhood has for drug dealers And what new info has been found in a Tupac case Alright, two big stories from today Get learned with your first round of headlines here in a minute Hang up. The BS Stand by for news News, 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 news It's time for today's top two Brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air, their website, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed. And that's no BS. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. First round of headlines, Nikki D. <laughs> Placer County is not playing with you drug dealers. H1. I have kids. Some live here. Some live elsewhere. And I'm telling you, I'm passionate because I don't think I can live another day. I, I could cry thinking about it. Okay, uh, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he's one of the residents of Loomis <laughs> here in California. Uh, those kids. I love those kids. I can't live another day without those kids. <laughs> I mean, that was impassioned. Yes. Powerful. What's he talking about? Uh, fentanyl, you know, kids are dying from fentanyl yeah. overdoses and things like that. So the town of Loomis, Placer County, period, but the town of Loomis has put up a sign downtown and it says, warning, selling fentanyl in Placer County may result in a murder charge. And the reason why they're doing this is because they want you to see in Front Street that they are going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law if you are caught selling somebody lace fentanyl drugs and they die. Yeah, I, I'm still not understanding i mean i'll drink for being stupid this whole fentanyl thing like let's start here why would drug dealers lace their drugs with fentanyl to kill their clientele so they can't come back and buy more drugs from them it's not about that like it just in opioids alone i can't explain why it's showing up in cocaine and other stimulants other than it's highly addictive and maybe they think if they can put just a tiny amount in 
that it'll that it'll bring their customers back. Mm-hmm. But the idea is people have gotten hooked on the opioids from the pill epidemic. Then they turn to heroin. Now drug dealers are finding, well, if I just take a bunch of the stuff that I would normally cut heroin with, the fillers that I would put into it, I can take even less fentanyl and make a ton of heroin in theory. But these guys are not chemists. This is like twofold for us. One, it's really cool to have someone in your show that knows, knows so it. much about drugs. <laughs> but the other side of it is, why is that person on that radio show knowing so much about drugs? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just a jack of all trades. It's like... It's like, God, this show, I didn't really, I, I just turned these guys, I didn't think it was going to be this informative. They're really, really smart with this. Wait a minute. Why do they know so much about fentanyl? Like, they're not supposed to know that much about these drugs. Listen, I've been so educated since I've started doing these stories, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I, I don't quite understand. I mean, Nelson explains it very well, obviously, <laughs> for reasons we probably will never talk about on the air. No need. <laughs> I agree. Until, no need. Until we take the day off for his funeral. Right. <laughs> Because of a drug overdose. <laughs> Thought I had the levels he right. Giving us a but science. they can't do that in Placer County, right? Because that would have to, that's a state law, if no, not a it's, federal it's, law. It's, uh, it says here, under current law, you may charge people with murder. So they're they're saying that it is past here. So they're pers- they're going after it. They're pursuing it where maybe they wouldn't have right. in the past. Because well, there are some counties that are not. They're saying they're uh, not going to charge you with murder because they feel like it's a twofold type of thing. Placer County is saying they are going to. They're going to use the extent of the law to the fullest. Oh, good for them. Yes. They use the keyword is may on their banner. Like you may. Mm-hmm. So it still leaves the door open to the fentanyl dealers. Like. Look, I have a chance. It's May. It's not <laughs> definite. It's like yeah. May. You know, that kind of thing. But why don't you just do that for every drug? If so, I mean, like, I really, I, I love the idea of who was the uh, drug, did, the De Niro kid, the grandkid. But his yep. was laced with fentanyl. Right, right, right. But I like the idea of charging drug dealers mm-hmm. with murder if they can prove it. The only problem is proving first-degree murder is very, very difficult, i.e. Casey Anthony. Very difficult thing to do. So you're going to get hit with probably manslaughter, second degree, right. but still, it's a lot better than just drug charges. Yes, right. Well, I don't know. My co- my cousin's kids served serving three years in jail for drugs. And I don't know exactly what the drugs were. Yeah, but, but murder's going to get you a lot more time than three years, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. So I don't know why we just don't do that with every. Like, hey, look, if you sell somebody drugs and they die from the drugs that you sold them, then we're going to charge you with murder. I think they're moving. That might, that might be like the answer to the, you know, Reagan didn't have it, right? Neither did Nancy. So to just say no to drugs, just charge them with murder. Maybe yeah, that, that's I mean, the answer. You I would think, think that's that, a great idea. You would think that would deter dealers. Do you think it would? I think it uh, would. Enough of your buddies start going to jail for murder and it would. Yeah. Because a lot of them go in and out because those drug charges carry not so much time all the mm-hmm. time, especially if you're a first offender. You can go in, come back out, go in, come back out. But them tagging murder to it, that's a whole other ballgame. I always wanted to just try it. Try what? Murder? Yeah, murder. Oh. No. <laughs> Selling, like being a drug dealer. Oh, just no. Wanted to, just wanted to. I the wanted, rush the one time. Just the one time. And it had to be the perfect, like it had to be cold. I had to be wearing like a um, a new era like like jacket. You're imagining your breath coming. I'm out I'm gonna of your say mouth. the breath got to be coming yeah. out. You got to yes. see the smoke. And and I'm by the blacktop, you know, with the playing yes. basketball. Are you under a light? No, it's daylight. Oh, it's daylight. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 daylight where the sun's kind of setting, and and I'm walking around and people know, 
they, oh, they know, know you. They, they know I'm the guy. Okay. And I come up and they're like, you know, and, but we got to do the handshake. You know, uh huh. He gives me the money and I <laughs> give him the drugs. It. Yep. <laughs> Just one time. That's it. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I pictured it in my head. So when are you going to do it? Very detail oriented. Yes. <laughs> I'm too old to do it now. Like I, I really think that's another they, thing in the drug world. Like there, unless you've been doing it your whole life and that's all you know. Yes. You can't start being a drug dealer when you're in your 40s. Like no. it's it's a young man's job. You're a narc then. They're going to look at you and go, this guy's for sure the cop. Now, if you're the OG on the block and it's like, well, that guy's been doing it for 35 years. Well, that, yeah, that every, guy can. Everybody knows, you know, Milton. Mill. Right? Mill. Big Mill. Bill, Big Mill. Uh, <laughs> big Mill. <laughs> big Mill. <laughs> Drug Mill. You know, that's what we call them. Oh. You know, that makes sense. But I'm too old now. Okay. I and you. I don't look like a drug dealer. But you could dress up as one for Halloween. You're right. I could get a new era mm-hmm. jacket. And you could. You're all about Live out your era. dream. Right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Well, this is when you were a kid. That's what drug dealers wore. Yes. The ski jacket. Uh-uh. And, and I'm not talking Raiders gear. I'm talking like it's either blue or ra- like there's this like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to have the right colors. All drug dealers, at least from the late 70s, early 80s, were wearing New Era. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to reenact. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Second headline. Tupac's murder cold case may be warming up. H2. Only in Cali will we riot, not rally to live and die. In L.A. we wear chucks, not ballet. This morning, new developments in one of the biggest cold cases in modern pop culture history. Las Vegas police have served a search warrant um, to a home in Nevada in connection with the Tupac Shakur murder investigation. We don't have many details outside of they were seizing a computer and some other things inside the home. We don't know who the person is. His family's also saying that they're pretty much learning the same things that we're learning as it's coming across the news. I heard it was uh, the uncle. The uncle of who? Uh, it's a, a, a Keefe. 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 With an E. Keefe D. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't, Chief I don't see that. Does anybody, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I just saying words? I have no Ke- idea. Keefy D. I don't know that name. I thought it, I always thought it was uh, the what's his name was in on it the def, the his boss at Death Row. Uh, oh, Suge Knight. I always thought Suge Knight was behind it, even well, though like he tried to make it seem like oh no, I was with him or he was my guy. I thought I think Suge Knight had him killed. Well, people thought that the Orlando Anderson uh, gang member was responsible for it because Tupac had just attacked him right before he left out of the. A boxing match and oh, got into right. his car. That's crazy that somebody in any murder, right, that's been a cold case for this long, has, has like, it's not been solved. Right. That high profile, that high profile of a case mm-hmm. in front of all those people, right? Because mm-hmm. it was right there on the yeah. street. in the open. Yeah. 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 yeah right know there. the car, the, the, it was a white Cadillac, pulled up with a semi-automatic, shot him. Yeah. Like, Everybody can see it. And, and how do you not find that or know that person? Exactly. How do you How's no one ratted him out? Or Right, exactly. And that, Especially in that world. You're telling me that guy kept it quiet? He didn't brag to one person that he was the one who killed Tupac? No way. And Tupac, of course, would have to have fans, you know, and people that did like him in that circle. He was circle. talking to fans as he was being shot. He was. They were talking to him on the side of the road. They were standing on the sidewalk. They were stopped talking to fans. But I'm talking about in that circle that would oh, know yes, who the yes. killer is. Yeah. And I that agree. would rat him out. It just does. That doesn't make any sense. Like the Kirk Cobain conspiracy is way more like understanding like, okay, like confusing, I should uh-huh. say. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, you can't put all the pieces together because 
you know, like, well, who would kill him? Why would they kill right. him? All right, it's easy, easy to blame Courtney, but the, and the gun with his shoes and all that stuff. But this one, the dude's on the strip, right? And he's in, in he, Vegas. He's driving <laughs> in Vegas of all places. Of all places. And a car open fires and kills a man. And, and nobody no, can and find him. And nobody can find him. Not one. That just sounds silly. Well, hopefully more details will emerge and we'll see what happens. This has been a long time coming if they do finally arrest somebody. Keefy D. Keefy. Keef. Keefy D. I don't know who that is. Spoken openly about his involvement 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 with Tupac's murder for years now, alleging his nephew and fellow Crip Orlando Anderson was the trigger man that fate, fateful night in 96. Yeah, I knew about Orlando. I don't know about this Keefy. I look him up. Keefy D. God, I can't believe you don't know. Keefy D. You don't know my people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's a part of the Crips. He's a gang member. Yeah, I understand that. But he's also the uncle of the dude that's been in question. Okay, Orlando. So he's Orlando's uncle. Got it. Yeah. Orlando's a dude. Mm -hmm. He looks like he should be the fourth member of Boys to Men. But they, I guess, have all admitted it or something. I don't know. But they took his computer. That's that's what I read. Keefy D. Okay, so it was Keefy D's computer they took. Got you. What are you still, like, are you- Not related to Nikki, by the way. But transferring it? Like, why do you have stuff on this computer in 2023? I don't know. They Get did- my flash drive. Hold on. They did say that he has, like, some type of clippings or stuff, a whole bunch of Tupac stuff on the computer. So, I don't know. It's an old see. computer. It's an iMac daddy. Oh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to go see Tears for Fears? Cool. I got passes for you. Need some players. Did we win or did Jeff win? Oh, let me see. Jeff narrowly beat you I think Jeff won. Last by minute. one point. By Last one, one point. point, right? Yep. All right. Jeopardy Jeff will join us here in a few minutes. Next segment. Uh, he is a five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion. For reals. Like, he's won a lot of money, or he did win a lot of money. He's real smart and all that stuff. He's like the vice president of a university. Anyway, just to set it up, Nikki and I are on the same team because our brains barely kind of match <laughs> half of his. But you can pick us. We've gotten lucky some weeks. We have. So you can take Team Bailey D or you can take Team Jeopardy Jeff. Nelson will take over and ask some trivia questions. Not simple, but trivia questions. And then we just buzz in and we answer and, and then we play for you. Right? But uh, we do need players. 916-909-0985. You don't know Jeff. We'll do that here next. 98 Rock. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. Welcome back. It's the BS all sponsored by Sky River Casino Grove. My name's Jason Bailey, my partner. Ready to go. With a brain the size of Kansas. That's a big size. Big brain. Mm-hmm. Nikki D. <laughs> Nelson will be asking the questions. And there he is. Five time, five time, five time, five time. World heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. Jeopardy Jeff. How are you, my friend? Good afternoon to you all. I'm pretty well, thank you. Hope you are too. Yeah, you're uh, basking in your victory from last week at the very last second, beating Team Bailey D. It was very impressive. But I got to tell you, this week, Nikki and I, we're, uh, we're ready. Ready to go. Ready to rock and roll. Yes, ready to go. All right. We're feeling smart. I don't know what that feels like, but we're feeling it. <laughs> uh, let's get some players here. Kevin in Stockton. Looks like you're taking 
Team Jeopardy Jeff, Kevin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. By the way, up for grabs here. Tears for Fears. Toyota Amphitheater, they'll be with the Cold War kids. And that's uh, July 29th. So that's what you're playing for. Kevin, my friend, we appreciate you calling. I'm going to put you on hold. Wish the best for you and Jeff. All right? Thank you. I don't, but I'm saying you should do that. Ernie, how are you? I am doing awesome. Good. Ernie, you got the brains of me and Nikki. Absolutely. Yeah. Be uh, exciting. Ernie is excited. You can hear, yeah. it, you can hear it in his vocal. I'm way excited. <laughs> Look at that. All right, Ernie, <laughs> hang on. All right. Uh, Nelson, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? I am ready. By the way, quick quick joke. Mm-hmm. You know who Bert and Ernie are? Yeah, they're from Sesame Street. Right. What did Ernie, uh, what did Bert say to Ernie when he offered him ice cream? No, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to get it. Sure, Bert. Oh, son of a gun. Mm. Anyway. Son I didn't of a get gun. it. Yeah. Thank you. Great start. Great start. Thank you. That's a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sesame Street joke, by the way. Oh Are you ready? I'm ready. I thought you were still telling your joke. No, the joke's over. It's like a one-liner. It's done. Understood. Huh? It was hilarious until you let it go that long. <laughs> I was just letting it roll. In the category of tennis. In 2009, who was the reigning U.S. Open champion but failed to defend his title due to injury? That would be Bailey D. Go ahead, Bailey. Five, 2009 four, reigning U.S. Open. I'm going to say that's Rafa Nadal. I'm going to agree. And that would be correct. Boom. That was a guess, by the way. Great guess. Yeah. Eight, 1877 was the year this Grand Slam was first competed for. Dave. Bailey D. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Oh, look at that. Group guess. Yeah. Damn right. Good thing I got Nikki here. <laughs> how else would you be able to survive? Right. Good job over there. Tight work on the floor. Thank you. In the category of Hollywood, how many Best Director Oscars did Alfred Hitchcock win? Ah! And that would be Jeopardy Jeff. I'll say one. Nope. That would be incorrect. Zero. Team Bailey D for the steal? Zero. zero. Are you now she's just saying it as you were saying it? Yeah, zero. And that would be correct. Why can't I say it? Well, I'm just you're saying it immediately after him. Now you're trying to speak in unison with him. I'm just making sure that the two of you are of one mind. Again, didn't know the answer, but it just made sense. He's it not going to ask a question where there's a specific number. Seven. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that would be a dick move. Yeah. How about this question in Hollywood? The Golden Raspberry Awards is an award show honoring what? Woo! What? Bailey Dean. Bad movies. Agreed. And that would be correct. Oh, we are on fire. Cinematic yeah. failure. Can you, can you check? Jeff, vacation, apparently. Yeah. Is, is, is Jeff working? Is that it? Is he that can it? hear us, and I'm watching his lips in no, case there's good. any. No, it's all good. Is it real Jeff or AI Jeff? Okay. Just in case there's any improprieties. In the category of children's literature, in Aesop's fable, which animal has a race with the tortoise? Woo. And that would be Bailey D. The hair. The hair. And that would be correct. Damn. Mm, Damn. Mm, 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 mm. All about the bun. Let's go. What was the name of the brothers that wrote fairy tales? And that would be Jeopardy Jeff. Grim. The oh. brothers Grim. Grim. Matt Damon. Was that a good movie? I don't know. I just know that's <laughs> what I know it from. <laughs> Never saw the movie. In the category of tech. 
Life's good is the slogan of which? Whoa. Bailey D. Five. I was going to say T-shirts, but that's Four. not right. No, 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 no. Life no. is good is the slogan Two. of oh, see Best Buy. Answer, and that would be incorrect. <clears throat> Jeopardy, Sorry. Jeff. Life's good is the slogan of which tech company? That would be LG. Life is good. That's right. Yes. I can see it. LG. LG. <laughs> Got it. All right. A cell phone, which can be used on any carrier, is said to be what? Faith. Bailey Dean. Unlocked. Yep, unlocked. And that would be correct. Found out if I want to. I found out a lot of cell phone stuff when I went to transfer my cell phone. One, you can do that online. You can unlock your phone. Oh, I didn't know that. Sometimes I had trouble with that, and Verizon would not let me do that. Oh, I had to send a cell phone back. Then I found the secret of what the companies are doing now. Where they're rent, you know, getting you to rent the phone, and that locks you in for like three years. Oh. Anyway, another conversation. Sorry, back to the. Game. Oh yeah, that's not that. That's been a scam for a long time. In the category of Golden Girls, the Golden Girls. What are the name? What is the name of the actress who played Dorothy? Faith. And that would be Jeopardy Jeff. That's uh, B. Arthur. No, that would be correct. <laughs> what? She was Blanche. No. No, 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 no. Dorothy's the lead Because I was going to... Th- okay. No? Yeah. I can get you the name of Blanche. I just don't have it right in front of me. It's fine. Well, it's... it's. I didn't know if you... It was the next question. It's Rue McClanahan was Blanche. Beep, bop, boop, whoop. Whose house did all of the Golden Girls live in? <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Uh, The mom's house. Estelle Getty's character. Um, Five. Back mm-mm. on it. Three, mm-mm. two. No, I'll say Dorothy. That would be incorrect for the steal. Sophia. Sophia's house, yeah. It would be Blanche's house. Really? They lived in Blanche's house. I thought it was Sophia, too. I couldn't remember her name. I didn't know if you guys knew this. That's Rue McLennan plays Blanche. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the category of World War II, which country suffered the largest number of civilian deaths? Whoa. That would be Jeopardy Jeff. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. Jeopardy I'll Jeff. Say Russia. Four. Judges, will we accept Russia? I, it was at the time. Yes. I, I will accept oh, Russia. The Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. yes. I was going to say, who are the judges? You the judge. He's kind of the judge and he's playing. So. Yeah. I'm fair. That's, yeah, that's fun. Soviet Union, correct. In World War II, what were the V1 and V2? Well, Jeopardy Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Five, four, Shoot. Um, three. Those were. Um, two. Dave. Planes. And that would be incorrect. V1 and V2. What were they? Our military vet right there. I was just about to say they were planes. That is is incorrect. Not five. Ships. Oh, no. Woo. Uh, Those are the atomic bombs. Bombs. Oh, that could be right. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. I will not accept bombs, unfortunately. They were rockets or the early cruise missile. They were German weapons, the V1 and V2 rocket. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. V Rocket Gas or whatever the movies. Yes, and they eventually became what is today the cruise missile. Son of a bitch. Mm. What's cap- the score, by the way? Sorry. We have six. Jeopardy Jeff has four. Okay, hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. Ernie, we're winning. We're Woo! up by two. How you feeling? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, hang on. Go on. In the category of air travel. Before it was Harry Reid International Airport, this sinful city's Ooh, airport. Faith. Bailey D. Vegas. Las Vegas. That would be incorrect. 
Before it was Harry Reid International Airport, Jeopardy Jeff, then Sinful Cities Airport was called? Oh. McCarran. McCarran. McCarran would be correct, yes. Oh, you didn't hear all the questions. I knew as soon as we said they, it was McCarran. I was like, <clears throat> it's too easy. Mm. JetBlue Airlines is based in what U.S. airport? Whoa. Bailey Dean. That would be Orlando. Orlando. And that, and that would be incorrect. <clears throat> Home operations for JetBlue, Jeopardy Jeff. I think it's LaGuardia. Close. JFK. Ooh. Hey. JFK. Ooh. JFK. <laughs> and that's correct. Good question. In the category of toys, which company sued MGA Entertainment over Bratz dolls? Boo. Bailey Dean. Dang. Five. That would be Hasbro. Is that it? Yep. Okay. That would be incorrect. Damn, the only one I could think of off the top of my head. Which company sued MGA Entertainment over their Bratz dolls? Well, if it's not Hasbro, I'm going to say Mattel. Oh, that's Mattel a good one. Mattel would be correct because they, they were are. saying it was copyright infringement on the Barbie. I was going to say Kenner, but I don't even think Kenner's around Kenner, anymore. That's old school Kenner. <laughs> Your Babbage is showing. Yeah. What are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles named after? Dave. Bailey D by a hair. Painters. Artists. Artists. Yeah. Artists, final answer? Yep. And that would be correct. Italian Renaissance artists, to be specific. Well, if you'd let us finish. Well, excuse me for Italian Renaissance artists. Excuse me for walking all over you there. In the category of agriculture, which crop failed, uh, which crop failure caused a famine in Ireland? Jeopardy Jeff. Potatoes. Potatoes is great. Well, I was going to say corn. That would be no. corn. corn. The famous Irish corn famine. <laughs> oh, the Irish Nebraskans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From what animal would you get guanciale? Boop. Bailey D. Uh, Five. Animal? Four. Three. Two. Pol- uh, One. Koala bear. Koala bear? What edible koala bear are you having? Uh, they they exist. Trust me. They have they test high for. Chlamydia. I don't know. I don't even remember the question was. I, I just buzzed in. Jeff, from what animal would you get guanciale? Uh, Five. I'll say a snake. No, that's not right. No, that would be it's incorrect. bat. It would be pig cheek or jowl. It is a type of uh, bacon the Italians used essentially. Or pig. Yeah. <laughs> bat or pig. Pig is. Pig We're tied right now. Tied. Okay, 60 seconds. 60 seconds. The clock is on. In the category of board games, Pennsylvania reading. Bailey D. Monopoly. Monopoly. And that would be incorrect. You are such a dick. Pennsylvania reading and B&O are what in the game of Monopoly? Railroads. And that would be correct. He got us. I can't even look at him. Complete this phrase. You sunk mine. Dave. Bailey D. Battleship. Battleship Battleship would be correct. Goodness, there. 30 seconds. In the category of comic books, what is the real name of Batman's butler? Bailey D. Alfred. Yep, Alfred. Except Alfred, yes. Alfred Pennyworth, his last name. He let us finish. What is the name of Captain America? What type of material is Captain America's shield made from? Dave. Bailey Dean. Five. Uh, four. Kevlar. Three, no, it's it's an airplane. Two. <laughs> one. 
All right, Kevlar. <laughs> Incorrect. Jeopardy, Jeff, what is that metal that makes Titanium? up? Oh, no. that's good. Rhymes, vibranium. Vibranium. Wow. Okay. In the category of desserts, what company is known for its zebra cakes? Faith. Ooh. Lil Debbie. Lil Debbie. Lil Debbie. Lil Debbie. Lil Debbie. Great rap artist as well. <laughs> ten, ten seconds. Based on a loosely based loosely on a real life sous chef, this fictional baker is the face of one of the biggest brands owned by General Mills. Faith. Bailey D. Pillsbury Doughboy. That's not a fake sous Five, chef. Four, oh. three. <laughs> well, what other baker? Betty Crocker. Well, and that would be correct. Oh, that's good. Betty Crocker. That and, would be correct. And that. That's it. Is the game. <laughs> With a score of 11 to 8. Team Bailey D takes a sleepy vacation. Mind ridden Jeopardy Jeff out. Yes. Oh. (laughs) Ernie, how do you feel about those marbles? Oh, I love it. Yeah, me too. Tears for fears. They're your tickets. Enjoy yourself at the Toyota Amphitheater coming up here on July 29th, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, You're sir. welcome. Thank you for listening. Jeopardy Jeff, we love you. You know that. Some days are like this, though, right? Yeah, well, you know, the score was 11 to 8, and my record is 11 and 8. So, you know, it'll happen. Oh. 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just oh. wanted that out there. Wow. I love you guys, too. You know that. <laughs> Shots <laughs> fired. Look at Bailey's face. You know, I try to be... As cool and fair and respectful as positive or as possible. Hey, it's gonna get nasty. I'm just telling you, you're, gonna, you're bringing out nasty don't Bailey. Be ugly. I don't want. Right. I don't want nasty Jason. Nobody uh, wants nasty Jason. I know. That's why I moved here. <laughs> Start over. All right, Jeopardy, Jeff. Uh, have yourself a great rest of your week. We will talk to you next week. Yes, sir. A little bit differently, but we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Understood. Bye. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you. There he goes. Oh, I like the noise at the end. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. It makes it sound cool. Yeah. Doesn't it? He logged off. Blue. (laughs) Blue. Uh, There's a new party. Not like political party, Uh but there's a new like gathering, a party of people that is becoming the new hot invite. Ooh. And I don't know. Like, why this is now a thing? Because I can remember some years ago, I'm like, why don't more people do this? Mm-hmm. But now everybody's, I guess, doing it if you're in this situation and having these types of parties. Tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. Just a heads up. Last couple of days, I've been telling you that we'll have a conversation regarding this fine radio station. We'll do that here today in about 30 some odd minutes. If you would like to stick around for that, we would love to have you. So these uh, new parties, again, not political parties, but like, hey, let's have a drink kind of parties, are the new in thing to do, and they would be divorce parties. Hmm. I feel like they've been around longer than me today telling you they're the new in thing to do. They've been around for the past couple of years, I know for a fact. I know a few people that actually had them. I had one. Uh, oh, you had one did personally? You, did you invite people? Yeah, we did it as a, but I don't know if mine really counts. We did it as a gimmick at the radio station I was at. So we invited listeners out, and we had a the morning show that I was a part of. We all took a, uh, I don't know if Sacramento's got these, but like the 
the bikes that everyone sits on at once, but it's like a moving bar that goes around downtown. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. Pedal cab. Pedal cab. Pedal cab. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I was in the middle. They have like a thing where you can just stand. Let, let me ask you: When you did it, uh-huh. and even though you were playing the part for the radio show, mm-hmm. which is I'm sure appreciated by your host at the time, sure. um, deep down inside, were you were you kind of like, I really wish this wasn't happening? Oh yeah, I mean at the time, especially at the time, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get divorced. He was sad. Uh-huh. Well, most well, here's the thing: whether it's an angry divorce or not, and again, I've been through a divorce, and it wasn't an angry, like uh, aggressive divorce. You know, it was it was for the most part amicable. You know, like we're still friends and and all that good stuff, and you know, we high fived afterwards. And oh, but, we didn't do that. But but the thing is, is like I, I I can speak for myself, but I think most guys. I don't know if women feel this way, but I think most guys after divorce, there's one word that comes to mind. Which is what? Failure. And mm. guys don't like to fail. Agreed. You know, so if whether it's your fault or not doesn't matter. You start to second guess the things that you did. Now, I always, you know, kind of tongue in cheek say everybody should get divorced once. There is a lot of truth to when I say that. I'm doing that to get a rise out of people just between us. But there, there is some truth behind that. It, it, and, and, and I compare it to nobody ever keeps their first car. So nobody ever keeps their first wife. Mm-hmm. You just learn a lot. Like, I wouldn't have the relationship I have now with Rage if it weren't for my first wife because of mistakes that were made. Do's and don'ts and you're doing things differently now. You learned mm-hmm. from mistakes, that sort of thing. Yeah, that makes you, sense. Now, if you don't learn, that's on you. Like right. the guy that, you know, gets married eight times <laughs> and he's always blaming the woman. You know, yes. th- that dude, that you got to. Take a step. That's my that's uncle's you. been married like six times. That's on him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, mean, they're, they're, I can't even keep up with his wives. I don't even meet him at this point. There's a statute of limitations for excuses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, chicks are crazy, right, man? <laughs> the newly uncoupled are throwing themselves blowout bashes to mark their liberation from un- unhappy marriages. They're like bachelorette parties. There's, you know, once there was the culture of you didn't get divorced. The boomers the, and, and their parents, our grandparents, they did not. They didn't get to, because there was shame. That was the word that was used. It was shame. That that's why there was so much domestic violence that mm-hmm. was not talked about, because it just happened, and and men knew they could get away with it, and, uh, and the women stayed, and, and a wo- lot of them were really dependent on the husbands for working and stuff like that. Fully dependent. So they just right. put up with it because women didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy brought him the bread, and it was all an ego drive, and. Companies didn't want to hire the women for real jobs and yep. they weren't getting the pay and blah, 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 blah. Everybody knows that story. Uh, times have changed, right? They have, but their mindsets even then hasn't. Because I remember when I left my daughter's father, my grandma sat me down to have this long conversation with me about why I needed to take him back. Hmm. Yeah. Because you're a woman. Because basically her thing was all men, folks, is the same kin folks. So they're all going to cheat on you. So if he pays bills and he doesn't hit you and he doesn't have a gambling problem, then just stick it out. Was that the three? That was the three things she told me. Well, such a wise woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she should write a book. I'm sure that would go over in today's society. <laughs> all right, ladies, here's the deal. You stay with the guy no matter what. He can cheat all he wants. Yeah. As long as he doesn't hit you, doesn't have a gambling problem, do drugs. <laughs> and he Pays bills. Oh, and he pays bills. Yep. That's right. So the U- United States divorce rate, believe it or not, has been dipping. You know, I don't know the ins and outs of why that is. If I were to guess, I would probably say it's because less people are getting married. Yeah, I, would, I would agree I with would that. that yeah. You know, people just don't feel the need to, 
you know, as they say, get the, the paperwork done and they don't buy into the uh, tradition of, uh, well, because I signed the paperwork and it's under God, mm-hmm. then then I that I have to do all these things when, you know, if you're getting to it. That was the other thing is that the, the boomers and, and again, the uh, grandparents, they took those vows seriously. They do. Like, I, think, I think people now that are getting married, they take them seriously for a second. A couple years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it gets to a point where, you know, She's really sick, man. I don't think she's going to make it out of this. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm out of here. I, I got to tell you, yeah. I am horny. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to know. She's hopped up on drugs. Mm-hmm. She's probably going to die next week. So, I mean, as long as this new girl doesn't know anything. You right. Know, like, so the vows are like null and void. Null and void. They null, don't even care. Null and void. But people are having these parties, divorce parties. I, uh, a guy I used to work with, which our relationship ended poorly, uh, his now ex-wife, in which their relationship for some reason ended poorly, she threw a divorce party, and it was mean. Oh, like they were bashing, or did they have like targets of his face put up and threw pies <laughs> right. at him? Yes, and yes, and yes. Dang. Yeah, there were like signs, like "Thank God that dick's out of my life." And wow, I mean, it was. I don't know the. Whole, I don't care to know. To be honest with you, I don't care about either one of them. But I did see some of the social media posts, and I was like. Jesus, that didn't end well. At all. I've but, never been invited to one, so I don't know like what they do there or like what'd you do at yours, Nelson? Uh, like I said, we were on a pedal cab and, and we had some t shirts made up and we just drank and Oh, okay, songs. that's it, yeah. I yeah, it was there one. was no bashing my ex wife. There was no just a lot of you're free now and like songs about freedom and, and you know, stuff like that. Songs just, about freedom. Tongue tongue, <laughs> tongue and cheek. <laughs> A lot of a lot of hymnals. You know. A little American, yeah, at least right. I know for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a country station. Did you uh, did you get together with another lady? Uh, I did not on that evening. No, but it wasn't very long after that that I was uh, entering into what they call their ho- the hoe phase. I would think that's that's what you would do. Oh, absolutely. You've been tied down a long time, especially for the people that's been married ten years and fifteen years. That's exactly what they we almost, do. We're they almost go 10. wild. Well, that, 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 like, if you're having a divorce party, that should be the icing on the cake. Like, it doesn't matter who it is, but yeah. you, you know, you do something that you hadn't been able to do. Until and, now. I don't and, think the company would have appreciated if I was banging one of the listeners that we took out on the, you know, on the thing. Well, what they don't know. They wouldn't know well, <laughs> if you didn't tell them. Yeah. yeah. Secret, when, have secret. I, when have I been able to keep a secret from anybody? Oh. Yeah, but you could have, like, met a prostitute or something afterwards, is what I'm saying. Like, you could have just know had what, anybody. Maybe anybody, but like I don't know what type of show you were doing, but if you were to get divorced, it depends. I hope we're here for a long time, uh-huh. and I hope you get married again, and oh, I hope you, you get divorced. Oh, <laughs> and so we could have this conversation again, but I would be open to that Finding kind of conversation. Okay, yeah, I, I would tell you all about it. I mean, I, I'm foreshadowing a bit, you know, down the road. But yeah. So I'm here for it. Let's go get married, <laughs> Nelson. Anything and then for get the divorced. show. <laughs> anything Gotta for get the it show. cracking. And then we'll find the prostitute. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll bring her on. It'll be we'll... a little easier to find a prostitute here, I'm guessing, than it was in Lincoln, Nebraska, population 200,000. So I'm, I'm, they're there. Yeah. And the they're quality. hiding in the corn. Yeah. <laughs> in the cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> if you get divorced, you, they will come. You've heard of cornhole? They're corn hoes. You're corn hoes. <laughs> Very good. Right. So if you are getting divorced, I'd throw you a divorce party. Invite me to one if somebody's having one. I want to go. Yeah, invite Nikki. That'd be yeah. fun. I think when, I think more. I don't think guys have these. I, well, other than 
for the radio. Again, yeah, it, it, was for the, it was for the mm-hmm. But this is more of a, a lady thing to do. Burn right. the dress, that type of thing. Right. You burn, yeah, you burn the dress and pawn the ring. Ooh. I will tell you that the, the one thing that, that hurts, and, and I have a heart like a cement block. It's uh-huh. very difficult to dent. But this one, you could feel it penetrating the Kevlar a little bit, was when I found out she sold the ring. What do you Ooh. do with the ring? What are you supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, what are you supposed to do with it? Because I have both of them. I personally think the the, the move is to give it back. But nah. I personally made that. Yeah, I know you'd say that. I ain't giving it back. <laughs> that The cool thing is to give it back. That's, and then what are you going to do with it if she gives it back? Well, that's my business. So what do you, you do with it? And get the money. Because you can't go give it to the next wife. No. As long as she doesn't know. What about give it to your kid? Yeah, but would you want to give something that was kind of like well, I wouldn't uh, want her to use to your it. Kid? Her, well, Melt it down, make it an ashtray. I mean, do something how at least big keep a it. Fingers this bitch got. Oh, she's ashtray. She's about, thick. About three twenty. Ashtray. She had a weird disease. Uh, thyroid issue. Fingeritis. <laughs> big old sausages. <laughs> 18 was the ringside. Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, afterwards, we'd take a ring. We'd swim through it in the pool. <laughs> They'd float with it. <laughs> Lifesaver. Right. Second round headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what Netflix has dropped completely and how a teacher is saving a student's life. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on. Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all And a big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. It is hot. Something wrong with your AC unit. Get them out there. Talk to them. They are the good guys. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. Netflix is done being basic. H3. You already have the basic plan. Your grandfather in as long as you don't make any changes or cancel. How does that information make y'all feel? Because me personally, I haven't deemed Netflix worthy of owning in years. Well, I own Netflix and I love it. And if you go on the website now, you're going to notice, and this is according to UPI, that they no longer have the basic plan even loaded onto the website. And what that was is what our standard plan is now used to be $9.99 a month. So if you're paying the $9.99, you're grandfathered in, they won't raise your price, which is confusing to me because they've raised my price twice. But I thought it was eleven ninety nine now. Because well, when it started, it was seven ninety nine, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then the basic was $9.99. But now the standard with ads is, for whatever reason, still $6.99 a month. But the standard is what I think the basic used to be, which is $15.49 now a month. And then the premium is nineteen ninety nine a month. Okay, I don't touch our Netflix plan, so I don't uh, know what yeah. you're talking about. I didn't even know there are different plans. There's different. So now there used to be four. Now there's only three that you can get because they've done away with basic in the U.S. Okay. and in Britain. So basic, you what does that mean? You get ads, you said? You used to not have ads with the basic, yeah. and then you could have it on up to four so, devices or something. Two so anything I'm devices. watching, there's going to be an ad in there? Yes. Really? Probably unless you have not your not with what you're paying. No. If, unless you have premium. How do you know what I'm paying? Yeah, I was say, how do you know what he's paying? I, I don't gar- even know. He just said he doesn't know. Well, I don't know. My- what I'm saying is they've already rolled out an ad version anyway. He's not in the ad version. He's in a no ad version. 
No, my it's on my wife's account. I don't know. We got. I mean, a, I'm in a no ad version too, so you probably are too. Because I've watched your Netflix. I don't think there were any ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah. Well, I've pirated your Netflix. <laughs> I don't think there were any ads. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of over Netflix. I. I. We like that's kind of our go to. Like, mm-hmm. We you know we watch go to get in the bed and watch TV. We can't ever find anything to watch. So you like the guy in my clip here. You're over Netflix. I love Netflix. There's always something. There's nothing of interest. And a lot of the stuff. To, and here's the other thing is when we start to watch, it's like, this looks good. And we start watching it. And about 20 minutes into it, it's almost simultaneously. We look at each other. Rachel and I look at each other and go, we've seen this. <laughs> so y'all can't uh, remember what you're watching. Actually, I was having that conversation in my head last night as we were trying to find <laughs> something like, We've literally watched everything on Netflix. <laughs> there's wow. no, there's nothing of interest to us on Netflix that we have not seen. And the thing is, is we'll watch something. We'll find something. Like last night we found something, and if memory serves, it was good. And I always fall asleep while we're watching it, and I never remember what we watched Dang. until we watch it again. And then you're like, hold on, this seems familiar. It's, until it's, Deja vu. Isn't that odd? Yes. It's so weird. You, I've got a, a really good memory of stuff. I can't remember what I watched last night. I can't remember. Sounds like a movie. It does. <laughs> it does sound like a movie. I can remember everything I watch on Netflix. I can even remember where I fall asleep at and pick it back up. And oh, the other like problem it. is, is my mother in Florida, my 76-year-old elderly mother, who has now been introduced to not only Netflix, but the internet. Is her internet back working? Yeah, it's backwards. Right. She goes, it's working again. <laughs> she she watches our Netflix, and she watches the stuff that we continue, you know, continue to watch. Rach told me that. And she picks up where we left off. <laughs> Why does she not have a profile? <laughs> because all of her profiles are are are, are, are done. Booked. Are booked. They got oh. too many. <laughs> so she watches ours, and then we we go and we're like, you know, you go into the category of continue to watch. Mm-hmm. We go to continue to watch, and it's not there. We have to go find it again. We're like, why? All eight episodes are we didn't watch all. Oh. And she says she just picks up right in the middle. She doesn't even start over at the beginning. <laughs> she doesn't. And if it's a movie, you know what she does? She'll watch. She'll pick up where we left off in a movie and then go back to the beginning and when watch watch up to where she picked up. <laughs> she gets on all of it. Because she's afraid to hit the button. She's afraid she's going to break something. <laughs> That's funny. And she can't find the, like, start over, resume, you know, any of that stuff. So she just... Turns it. She turns her television on and hits the. Hits, she knows one button. She hits that. Oh my god! Whatever it's on. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, next one. This teacher truly is leaving no kid behind. H four. They had already had the call that was you have a donor, and that's the big call. Yeah. That's the big phone call. So then when you get one a couple of days later, like, hey, the guy who uh, taught the Pythagorean theorem is going to give a <laughs> kidney. This is our good guy story of the day. This is coming from the New York Post. A teacher by the name of Eddie McCarthy, he's a math teacher at Whitmer High School in Toledo, Ohio. He saw a post go up on Facebook about one of his students that needed a kidney. He was born with a rare genetic condition that affects his neck, ears, and kidneys. And he had uh, he had developed stage four kidney disease. And once he saw the Facebook posting, he reached out, started going to the doctors. This has been a five-month process of trying to donate his kidney one of his kidneys to one of his students and they just updated the story and i saw today that the surgery did go through earlier today and they both came out successful he gave him his kidney he gave him one of his kidneys absolutely no he doesn't have his that kidney but you can live with just one kidney so if you're healthy nothing's wrong with you that's why you have to go through all the testing you can live with one kidney so now the question is Hmm. you have two healthy kidneys if you had to donate one of them would you i i would 
like from my kidney? Like take one and give it to somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. Oh. Huh? If that person really needed my kidney, I would probably give it to him. Why are you saying it like that? Saying what? Kidney. Is that what, what you just said? I said kidney. Oh, kidney. Okay. So, yeah, I would definitely <laughs> give somebody one of my kidneys. Me. Yeah. I would if you needed a kidney. Here's the thing. Know. With giving organs, I'm an organ donor. Uh-huh. I believe in the organ doning, donor process and all that stuff. I'm afraid to do it. I am too. That's what I was about to just say. But I guarantee it's not for the same reason. I, I can guess why he's afraid to do it. I'm afraid to do it because I think that if I give my one away, my other one's going to break. No, that's not what he's worried about. What and, are you worried about? Uh, let me guess if you would, wouldn't mind, Bailey. I think it's say it's me he gives the kidney to that I'm going to waste the kidney. No, that's not it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, what is it? <laughs> now that is right. my <laughs> second <laughs> concern. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to my attention. (laughs) My concern is that uncontrollably, not that I'm this guy, but uncontrollably as a human being, I would feel like you owed me for the rest of your life. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's the furthest thing I was thinking about. Because, Because technically, you do. Well, it's a, it's no different than a Wookiee life debt. It's the whole reason why Chewbacca's with Han Solo. He saved his life. Correct. And so if I were to give someone my kidney, if I needed a ride. They need to come mow your lawn. Need some cash. Yeah. It's unspoken. Walk your dogs. Check to see if there are hemorrhoids. Yeah, don't give me a kidney. Whatever. Just keep it. I need. <laughs> I would fight the urge to do that. I really would. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> But I do feel like there would come a time where I'd have to pull that card on somebody. It's really hard to sit down, man. Can you just look back there real quick? Come on. I mean, I opened up for you. <laughs> you can oh, my up. gosh. You absolutely cannot take that approach if you help somebody. You're right. Oh, no, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, and that's why I'm afraid because... Oh, my God. I'm just afraid that would happen. So if I say no to somebody, that's going to be the reason. Okay. Is I'm afraid that I'm going to. Now it's out there. Don't ask Bailey for a kidney. You'll owe him for life. You can ask me and we can have the conversation. I'm just, we'll probably have to, I'll I'll tell you the same story again. Well, a live kidney (laughs) is better than a donor, somebody that's already passed. So there you go. They would come to a person that is still alive and want your kidney over somebody oh, that's passed saying. away. Well, is that a, factual? That's I, factual, yes. Yeah, I got a good one, too. You got a what? good kidney? I'm sure you do. Yeah. And why is that? I don't mean to, like, grill you on I that. guess because the the working one that's still alive is going to work better for you than somebody that's already deceased and their kidneys have already kind of started to shut down or whatever. I would assume, oh. Nelson, it's like... The boar's head guy just dropped off the lunch meat, and it's going to be delicious. Versus okay. the orange sticker manager special with the, the iridescent glare. <laughs> a glare. God. That's a quarter of the price. Exactly. That they have to sell by five p.m. Okay. Okay. That's probably the difference between the kidneys. <laughs> Understood. Nobody wants the manager special no. kidney. No. No. All the good stuff. When the doctor goes and grabs it and to put it in, and it's got that, you know, transformer hologram. <laughs> Shimmer. (laughs) Nerd talk. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, Okay, so here's what we're going to do next. Some of you uh, will dig it, some of you won't. uh, But I got to do it because it's got to be said. 
And I've been uh, bringing this up the last couple of days uh, about the radio station and some changes. You know, changes have already been made. And, you know, the morning show, the afternoon show, us new and all that, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of radio talk. Uh, a lot of you dig radio talk. I actually really enjoy talking radio. Um, but I am an honest person, and, and I'm going to let you in on what's going on and what's going to be going on starting next week, which will involve things and people and times and such. So we will have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS all sponsored by Sky River Casino and Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. And there is Nelson. So let's have a conversation. I don't know uh, how much you, I mean, we're still getting to know each other, right? It's like mm-hmm. the audience for, from my point of view, like from this side of the microphone, you know, you, you're just kind of taking the temperature as you as you as you work yourself into a new market and hoping things work out and this and this and that. You don't want to like oversell yourself on who you are and what you've done because then you sound like a narcissistic putz, right? <laughs> so you just kind of my my blueprint has always been you just do a show and hopefully people will catch on and dig it. You know, get a lot of those. At first I didn't like you, but then you know <laughs> you know mm-hmm. fight a nickel kind of thing. So. Right. Uh, with that being said, when I took this job, and I took this job for many reasons, I was actually not going to come back to Terrestrial Radio. After almost 30 years, I was done with it. I was over it. I was sick and tired of this business. The business does so many things still to this day that drive me insane. And then when I don't do those things, I get in trouble or I get fired or I quit. Um, with that being said, uh, the conversations that I had with the good folks here at Odyssey Promised me that that wasn't going to be the case. And I said, well, you got to be honest with your audience. Now, I've worked for a couple different rock stations in this country, and they're a dying breed. Uh, 98 Rock here in Sacramento is one of the last, you know, ones to, to stay afloat, you know, which is a very sad uh, tale to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it stayed afloat because they've always done it right. I've learned, you know, for the most part, the history of the radio station. Because I've worked at a station very similar to this uh, in Orlando, WJRR, is where you have personalities and you you kind of bookend your day parts. You have a personality-driven morning show, as this radio station has had for, I believe, over two decades with the, the Rad Radio Show. Right. Very successful. And then they had the afternoon show, who we came in after, that damn show. And I believe uh, that team was here for almost 10 years Give or take, I don't know. And I've said this a million times. I said this leading up to this conversation, and I'll say it again, is I'm I'm the radio personality that appreciates other radio personalities until there's not a time to do that. If you get paid and put money, uh, you put food on the table for your family by doing this job, then you're talented and you're good at what you do. I don't hate other radio personalities because – they're on the radio. I think that that's one of my problems with this business is because we don't support each other enough. If you've been listening to 98 Rock for an extensive period of time, you've fallen in love with the Rad Radio Show. You fell in love with that damn show. You're like, where did they go? There's no excuse where they went, like, or no reason why they, where they go. And radio does that, and it drives me nuts. I don't know the ins and outs, and what I do know is not my place to tell. What I can tell you is that this is what is now. As far as you having a personality show as of right now, when I say personality, not to take anything away from Mickey, is that you know she plays a lot of music. We play a couple tunes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, starting on Tuesday, we will be moving to mornings. Yay! And, you know, won't be playing any Thank music you. because <laughs> that's usually what I do, not mm-hmm. play music. So that's cool, right? Uh, awesome. I'm happy. I love mornings. Oh, my God, yes. He, he, here's the thing is, is what I can promise you and what I can't promise you. I can't promise you you're going to like us. <laughs> it's just it's impossible. Are you sure you can't promise that? I, I know. I, I feel like they're going to love us. I promise you I can promise that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I can promise. Uh, I, you, no radio personality can. You can't promise you know, you're going to win over somebody, especially right out of the gates. Because you know the, the morning show had, uh, from what I've gathered, from what I understand, is they've had success where they were their own thing, right? They were their own entity, which a lot of times is bigger than the radio station. Like, right. those listeners are not listening throughout the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So those people that are pissed off or whatever that they're no longer on night they, they probably don't even know who we are. And then if they come across us, if they go back, they're like, who are these people? You might not like us. You might not like us just out of spite. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. That's up to you. Like, whatever you want to do, I'm cool with. I mean, don't be a dick about it, but just go <laughs> about your life, right? Just you move just, forward. There's no need to go online. There's no need to trash talk. I mean, like, just... Go about it's it's a radio show. There's nothing more, nothing less. It's not the end of the world. Changes nothing. What I can promise you, though, is uh, uh, I can a couple things. I can, I can promise you that I will never phone it in. Uh, that's never been my mo. People can say, especially people that I've worked with, uh, especially those that don't like me. There's a lot of things that you can say about me, but the one thing that no one could ever say is that I I don't work hard. And put everything into every show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never. So that I can promise you. You know, w- will it be to your liking every day? Probably not. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> some shows are better than others. But I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I know what it takes to have a successful show. And I will do my best to do it. I'm not going to pound my chest and, again, be one of those radio personalities to say I'm the best that's ever done it. I'm better than everybody else because I'm not. You know, look, this is a job. By the way, a job that I accidentally got into. <laughs> I didn't mean to be in radio. It right. just kind of happened. And I can't do anything else, <laughs> to, 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 to be honest. <laughs> I can't go get a real job like most of you have. Not a chance. You just can't do it. So this is all I got, and I've got a family like you guys do. So I've got to work hard to try to win you over in order to put food on the table for my family. And that's all that counts. I don't care about anything else in life if it uh, if it is the only thing that I care about is what affects the food on the table that my daughter has to eat. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Right. And and to go along with that is the show and the content and the bits and the guests and the you know not phoning in and all that good stuff. You know it's it's it's, it's this big working cycle kind of thing. So anyway, that's it. Uh, on Tuesday we'll go to mornings. We'll start there at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. We'll do our best to do our best. Then Mickey will follow us. And then down the road, uh, probably sooner than later, I believe, you will have someone else for your afternoon entertainment. Obviously not us. Right. Right. You know, we are looking to <laughs> kind of expand the show down the road. And these are, you know, conversations that have been had and, and whatnot. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I would not have taken this job and moved my family across country if i didn't think one this is going to work and two i didn't love the city uh and the people you know i I spent some time here 
before I agreed to come here, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be a, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be cool." Well, and to back you, Bailey, I feel the same way, and I trust your I trust your gut when it comes to broadcast because when you called me and said, "Hey, man." There's this awesome opportunity that's waiting for us in Sacramento. Do you want to be a part of that? I knew that you had already planned on not going back to radio. So I knew it had to be something special to get you to want to be a part of a huge audience like this. I got to tell you, I loved the podcast world. I mean, <laughs> it was big. It really was great. Studio. <laughs> it really was. I, I had like 18 you. sponsors, studio in my <laughs> hey. basement. I went down to work when I woke up. <laughs> You know, we did shows. We had a we had a yep. we had a workflow. We, we had did a workflow, a thing going on. We still had events. We still did all of our same things. Yeah, we had ticketed events. Yeah, I mean, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and I had gotten a couple calls from people, and I was like, nope, Mm-mm. right you now. But really, the whole thing was is was all around my daughter. I had to wait until she graduated. I wasn't moving from Atlanta until she graduated. Now this one came a little bit early, where we had to do the transition stuff, which was not the easiest thing to do. I mean, it like literally just ended. So um, th- that's it. I understand from a listener's perspective when you're listening to a radio station and you want a bunch of answers and you're not getting those answers. Let me tell you the reason why that you're not getting a bunch of answers is today more than ever is legalities is, yeah. is, is right. and, and privacy. Right. And you remember, there's always three sides to every story. There's his side her side, and then the truth. Truth's in there somewhere. Right. The truth is in there somewhere, (laughs) and and it's never going to be told by one of the people involved. Right. It's going to be their truth. So you'll never quite get the right, like everything right, because there's different perspectives. And that's probably why, you know, not just this station, but other stations, they they don't do that. Um, But I am a firm believer in in my background of, of talk radio is is you're honest. I mean, like, I worked at a radio station where a dude was going to jail for attempted murder, shooting his wife and dogs, and the next week, you know, we had him on the radio station to talk about it. <laughs> wow. You know, so, you know, Crazy. we talk about divorces, we talk about infidelity, we talk, we talk about all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, because it's real-life stuff, you know? I mean, there's going to be bits and embellishments here and there because it's part of the business, but, I mean, that's what you talk about, and you definitely don't lie to your audience because we're just in an odd customer service industry. We're, Which we're, I'm really good at customer service. No. <laughs> Some really of us are better at, wow. than others at this customer <laughs> service thing. So we're here to super serve you. <laughs> and that means, you know, being honest. Like, we're stepping into your house. 98 Rock is your house. You've been, from what I've heard from people, listening to 98 Rock for a gazillion years, going back to Pat Martin days, right, uh, who's been a huge supporter of us. And he's just, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his because I have respect for my elders and uh, I came across wrong. Yeah, you did. know what I mean? It did. I came across for people that have been in the business a lot longer than I have. Yes. Right. But he is my elder. And he's he older. is your elder. He's older than I am. But he knows more than me and I get to pick his brain Seasoned, every time I see him. I think they call it. Seasoned. Yeah. I call uh, it mentorships. Bailey's my mentor. He's taught me everything I've known about this business because he's done it longer than me. I'm her elder. You and are. he is my elder, not yeah. by a, a huge margin. I'm not saying he's older or anything, but he is. He's my elder, and he's my mentor. All right. Again, I apologize for the elder. I don't like yeah. how this said no, to me. She, now she keeps <laughs> steering into the elder. I don't like that. I'm sorry, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> we got don't, don't get back to Pat. Don't tell him I called him. <laughs> no, don't. 
You got something here on the text machine. See that? See, see that's what we got. That's what we're gonna get to. The that type of relationship between you know host the listener is like when I ask you not to do something, don't do it. Don't please. Don't. And I say please. All right. All right. Quick. Uh, quickly. It says, awesome. I love the show. Glad you guys are moving to mornings. We'll be listening live the whole time. Thanks. Kirk from Elk Grove. All right. Well, that All sounds right, like it's fake because it just happened right after the announcement. It's too good? Yeah, it's too good. You should never do that. Oh. I'm oh, like, sorry, Kirk. Yeah. If anything, you'd read like a negative one and people would believe it. Well, Way to listen to well, his Well, Kirk mentorship. gave us something positive. <laughs> I know. So. Anyway, that's the big news. Here's the other thing is um, just to let you in on something. <laughs> The, the powers that be were like, well, you know, how are we going to do this? How do you want to, you know, like, do the, do the announcement? And to their credit, they let me do it how I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we forgot. You mean this? No, that's not what I was oh, talking about. Okay. But, yes, that is what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to do this whole um, – this whole like playing music and the static coming in and stuff like that, you, you kind of got it, but you're supposed to cut out of the song completely, completely out of the song. I apologize, right. and then and then go back to the song, and then you guys would be like, "What the hell's going on?" So that didn't pan out. So then they're like, "Let's do like a press conference." I go, "Look, we've only been in the city for like four months, barely no one knows who we are. Like, you can't make a big deal about a show that barely no one knows moving to mornings." following a show that had been doing it for over 20 years. Uh-huh. It's like null and void. Right. I was like, so you just do the, and this is completely honest stuff if you guys dig it. I mean, I told him, I was like, you got to do the undersell for the oversell. Right. You know, just like say, hey, look, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. And uh, we hope everybody digs it. And if you don't, you know, so be it. I'm sure you can find some entertainment somewhere else. Yeah, because the last thing you want to be is this huge buildup and then. Oh, I know. Like. There's no huge, like, there's no payoff with us. No. <laughs> like, if I were to do this whole huge buildup and then that was, <laughs> what I just said to you was this, you know, was that? <laughs> right. Dude, you'd hate us forever, you know. <laughs> right. and, and for those uh, that were diehards of uh, the the Rad show and the, that damn show and stuff, um, and I know, you know, I've, I see some of the trolling and stuff like that, and it's all well and good. Uh, I don't get angry at it. I It's... I actually respect it. Like until you become like an over the top dick where you say things that are just out of line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always had respect for people that have been diehards of a show, you know, and I can tell like when it's either somebody from the show that's being some other name or trolling. And there's certain websites that you can go to and kind of find out about people and who they are and, and you know, IP addresses and blah, blah, blah. I got all that stuff. But you know, for the most part, <laughs> <IP addresses>. <laughs> for, <laughs> and for, he does do <laughs> for, for the most part, like if, if you're angry uh, at the radio station, and of course that would in turn you'd be angry with us, especially me since I'm the host of this show. I'll, I'll, let me be the first to tell you I get it. Mm-hmm. Like I understand. Like I understand why, and you have every right to be. But in real life, you know, adulthood, you know, things move on. This is a job like any other job, and we're all just trying to make a living, uh, us included, no different. And so if you would like to be a part of this new journey with 98 Rock, we want you. Yes, you know, absolutely. We definitely want you. But if you want to stay mad, I understand. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, and I hope everything works out for you. I really do. Uh, nobody wants to stay mad their whole life. You know, so I hope that doesn't happen. Right. It's a miserable existence. I was mad for many years. It's, so. Yes. <laughs> Take it from Nelson. Yes. Mr. Angry. Uh, very. There we go. So. 
And we're going to take off Friday and Monday. I don't know why we're doing that. Why are we doing that? Because i got to take my kids back to Omaha. Yes. Oh, that's right. We can talk about that now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, why are we taking off Friday and Monday? <laughs> I was like, I just made the announcement. We're moving. Then we take off of work. So Nelson, he had to take them back to the store. <laughs> yeah, I had to take them back to the store. Wow, what a hypocrite. I just said, hey, look, I'll never phone it in. I'm going to work hard. By the way, we're taking off Friday and yeah. Monday. <laughs> See, I'm already lying to you. Why would you listen? Bunch of smoke and mirrors, that guy, I tell you. All right, a uh, few calls rolling in here, 916-909-0985. Also, the text machine, same number. Messaging data rates apply. I want to bring up this Carly Russell woman. Yes. Who I think day one, we were going... Something ain't right. Something's Mm-mm. not right. She goes missing, kid, side of the road, middle of the night. Who is it? Doesn't make sense. Shows up a couple days later to mom's house. It's not making any sense. Well, now it really doesn't make any sense. We'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. There's Allie in SAC. How are you, Allie? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Well, I have been a very loyal Rad Radio listener for over 20 years. Love their show. Followed them as long as I can remember. I was really upset when they left in the mornings. And then I started listening to you in the afternoons, just driving home from work, came across the station, and I have been hooked since I've listened. As soon as I get in the car after work, I come to watch and listen to you guys. I think you're a great show. Thank you. And so when I just heard you're moving to the mornings, I am so excited. You guys are going to kill it, and it's a perfect audience for you. I think it's going to be a great move. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you know, like, again, what I said before is I appreciate listeners having a love for a show. And, you know, it's not the end-all, be-all when you're no longer on radio. Like, whatever it is that Mm -hmm. they do moving forward – uh, whatever that might be, if you were a fan of theirs for 20 years, then I would hope that you would continue to support them after the fact. Uh, it's and it, I am. I know what they're doing. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, great. You know, so it, it's 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 a business. It's a job, like whatever you do, Allie, for a living. You know, we're just trying to right. pay our bills and feed our kids, which take That's a lot it. of food for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I have really enjoyed listening to you guys every afternoon, and I can't wait to listen in the morning because your your show rocks. Well, and you, every time music comes on, I can't wait till you guys come back on. Well, we're not going to play music anymore. I like. I know. I'm happy. I, I like music, and I like talking about music i just don't like playing music you know let me tell you a quick story well i decided i never wanted to play music anymore and i went back on that when i came here and took this gig but i you know that was part of the deal Mm -hmm. uh eventually that wasn't going to happen but anyway i was like my ratings were through the roof and i walked into my boss's office and he goes uh the short version is he goes well of course they are the music's hot right now you son of a bitch. <laughs> right. Like, I work my ass off, and you're trying to tell me it's because I just played Nirvana five times? You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, Allie, you have a great day. Appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you Tuesday morning, okay? I can't wait. I'll be listening. All right, we'll see it. You got something on the text machine? I wanted to talk. I'm going to have to wait to talk about this story later. Uh, but I want to talk about this lady because it's 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 shenanigans. It's, it's important, yeah. It's it's very important to talk about <laughs> Carly is, Russell. Is, but go is. ahead, go ahead. So it says, I'm so glad you guys are doing well. I'm a huge fan of the show. While I'm out here delivering cannabis, you keep me happy all day long. Brian. Uh, Brian, are you sure it's us? That's <laughs> uh-huh. keeping us. you happy. I, it's very <laughs> sweet of you, Brian, but you threw in the I deliver cannabis. 
Then another message says, will you guys be looping tape in the mornings like these other radio stations do after two hours? Oh, no. no I don't we, know who does that. I don't know who does it, but we don't. There's a show back in Atlanta that used to do it. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll be here. Really? <laughs> yeah, we'll be here all. We're like here. Like 45 minutes of content, and then we just replay it over and over and over. <laughs> well, that's what the, uh, the experts in this business say to do. Right, which is stupid. They're like, you know, if you've got something really good, you play it again. Like, no, no, that's the that's the best part of radio. That's why this is the only the the best part of this medium is the screw ups. Right. Is recovering from a bad bit mm-hmm. is getting that that caller that just is, you know, whatever. Once in a life. Right. Is it, it, it's it's it, that's what it's all about. Not replaying. what it's, We're not television. The phone scam was so hot this morning. We got to play it again. Yeah, not a fan. All right, you got anything else? <laughs> I'm bummed you guys are moving to mornings. I will still listen to my favorite morning show, but I've enjoyed the afternoons with you. Is that a compliment? I, I think it is. Kind of. <laughs> I think it is. It's like, I, I, I since you guys are moving, I, I, there's another show I listen to. It was nice knowing you. It was nice knowing you. Uh-huh. Oh, right. well, that's sweet. Either way, that was very nice. Very <laughs> well said, by the way. <laughs> it is. And here's the last one. Yeah. Will the station start playing best ofs on Saturdays like they used to when the Dog and Joe show was broadcast? Uh, I'm not familiar with that show. Me either. Um, but I'm guessing they should play best of on Saturdays. I'm, I don't know. That's, not, that's above my pay grade. I'm a fan of doing that. Mm-hmm, same. But uh, it always seems to not end well. It's like after a while, they're like, "No, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna put in this guy that's syndicated because he gives us a lot of money and he talks about race cars, or something." Right. You know, which is actually a true story. That's what a, the people are in for. That's a thing. It happened to me. Right. Okay. <laughs> the worst two hours I've ever listened to. <laughs> uh, great name, Bailey. How are you in Roseville? Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. You know, if we got married, we'd be. Bailey Bailey. That'd be cool. I know. When my kids heard your guys' name or your name, I was like, they're like, hey, mom, I didn't know you had a radio show. I'm like, yeah, didn't you know I produced it? (laughs) Do you ever get offended when you meet somebody and they go, my dog's name is Bailey? Oh, actually, no, I don't get offended. But uh, funny, I moved in next door to uh, this couple and they were yelling over the fence at their dog. I thought they were yelling at me. I didn't do anything yet. I just moved in. (laughs) Uh, What do you got for us, Bailey? Quickly, please. Well, I wanted to say congratulations. Uh, It is a big deal you moving into the morning spot after Rad Radio. I am a very loyal Rad Radio listener. Uh But I do want to say shame because now they have big shoes to fill for the afternoon, and I'm kind of pissed I'm losing my afternoon show. <laughs> uh, very sweet. You know, it took me a couple of days to get used to you guys, but yeah. you guys put up some awesome content, and I'm really bummed that you guys are moving to morning. Well, we appreciate that. And and I got to tell you, I, I am a morning person. I've done mornings yes. most of my life. I, just between you and I, I despise this time slot. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't stand not having my days. And I know yes. Nikki D feels the exact same way. Exact same way. Working all day is just not my mojo. I like to get nope. up in the morning, get in here, get it done, and be out. Well, like I said to uh, Allie before you, Bailey, um, I, you know, I can appreciate you being a fan of, of, of the Rad Show, and I hope you continue to support them in whatever they do moving forward. 
And since you like us, and thank you for that and giving us a chance. And like I said, it's happy. If I had a nickel for it, yeah, at first, yeah, if I took it. It's mm-hmm. just that's it's always me in real life too. Right. Um, but I, you know, it's going to be this in, in morning drive. Just expand it and and hopefully better. Okay, so hopefully. And actually, yeah, I could probably listen to you guys in the morning because they stream their stuff off their website. So. Bam! Look at Done. that. Maybe I do have entertainment all day. Everyone wins, Bailey. Everyone <laughs> wins. <laughs> we. Congratulations again, guys. I'll Thank let you, you go. I just pulled in. Have a great night. You tell your tell your kids you're moving to mornings on Tuesday. <laughs> okay, we'll do. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> They'll be happy. Okay, bye bye. We'll see you. They'll be happy. You know, Nelson's my last name. My grandfather's second wife's first name was Nellie. Nellie Nelson. Her name was Nellie Nelson, and she took his last name. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Hot her. On her. Oh yeah, it's cold in her. I'll take yeah. off all them clothes. I don't barely you, have any on. You got a you got a temperature problem, and she can't she can't figure out the the gimmick, the thermostat. Like <laughs> she thinks it's racist because yesterday I was able to change it, and she can't change it. Today. Oh, definitely. He comes in here. He's like, "Is it hot?" I'm like, "No, it's perfect. It's finally not cold." He's like, "Well, it's it's kind of hot. I'm gonna just bump it down a little." Now we're freezing. I go over there to bump it up. No, it doesn't oh. work. Oh, there's a reason why they're all white. Oh, that's why exactly makes sense. I don't want to be a thermostatistic. <laughs> Boys in the hood. Right. I will get to this Carly Russell story. We have to. It's too yeah. much to talk about. It's I know. Juicy. We almost did it yesterday, and I'm glad we didn't because all the juicy stuff. Exactly out today. what I told you I was waiting for. Yeah. Why Ooh. did you just point at me like you were playing dominoes in a back alley? No, because I was saying, like, you know. Domino, mother. That's not, hey, yeah. not what I did. I was pointing like, remember I said that. Nothing Boom, else to do in the pen out. but to eat and work out. <laughs> Ice cube. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how a dead family member was lost and what Charles Barkley had to say to Bud Light. All right. Uh, those two big stories. Huge for you here in just a minute. Hang on. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Hey, Chris in SAC, how are you, buddy? I just got done crying in the shower like Ace Ventura for a half hour. How are you? Good. Are you okay? What's wrong? No, I'm all right. Uh, You know, first and foremost, I'm just wondering how Nelson's going to make it to work on time. (laughs) You know what, dude? You and I both. That's, that's, (laughs) yeah, I get it. (laughs) And secondly, I'm going to miss you, life coach. I love you. I mean, you can always text me your advice, but, uh. You know, I have to work from four to one every day, and I'm going to miss you guys. We gave it a hell of a run. I guess I'm retiring from radio. <laughs> so so you can't listen in morning drive because uh, because your job? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm balls to the wall from 4 a.m. to 1, so I'm podcast only. So All goodbye, right. fans. All right. Well, you can I, – I, here's, here's, here's some advice from your life coach. You there ready? you go. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. You need to look within. Dig deep down yeah. inside. And you need to say, you know, look yourself in the mirror and say, Chris, I work hard, gosh darn it, and people like me. People at my job like me. So they're going to be okay if I have AirPods in my ear and I'm listening well, you know what? via the Odyssey app. Yeah. Can I, 
can I can I take this step further? I'm just going to play the entire show over the loudspeaker over the whole warehouse for the entire time. How about that? Yeah, that works too. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, that was my next part of uh, life advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. Just take the I white courtesy phone. Call in, but good advice. I yeah. appreciate it. All right, we'll talk <laughs> soon. I love you guys, hey, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll talk soon. I like that guy. All right. Uh, third round of headlines, thanks to good guys heating and air. Best service, best price guaranteed. Very knowledgeable. I mean, if you want to get an education in HVAC stuff, you give good guys heating and air a call. 530-GOOD-AIR. All right, go ahead, Nikki D. Imagine putting flowers on an empty grave. H5. The opening of this vault did nothing to calm the concerns of the Coleman family. I think they're doing some burying on top of people. This is something that's been talked about a lot more recently in the headlines. And this is according this story, according to Sack B. People are saying that when they're going to the graveyards, they're feeling like somebody's being buried on top of their loved ones. I've seen this a lot. I know personally somebody that's dealing with that right now. In this story, Sidney Cooper and his wife purchased joint burial plots. I know my grandparents back in the day, they already have all their plots purchased. So he purchased one for him and his wife. Well, he passed away in 2001. His family buried him, thought that he was underneath the headstone that had his name on it. Well, when his wife died back in March, they realized when they dug up the grave to put her in there, he was not there. So all these years they've been going out, putting flowers on, thinking they're talking to him in the ground or whatever. He wasn't there. It wasn't until they filed a lawsuit against the city and it got news and, and things like that happening that they went and located his body, which was just in the ground in an unmarked plot, and they finally moved him and put him in where he was supposed to be. So they dug his grave up, and they were going to put his now dead wife in the same coffin? Well, next to him. So when you But how did they know that he wasn't in the coffin? Well, because once they opened up the ground, because it's all in still one slot. When there's two people in there, they're just side by side. So when they dug up the ground, his was empty. There was no coffin in there. Oh, no coffin, nothing. It was just the ground. Oh, wow. Yes. So that's how they realized he's never been in that plot. Wow. I would be very upset. But you know what we do at my family's funerals? We stay until they lower it down. Like we watch them go into the ground. It's like watching people make your food. You want to make sure that they... (laughs) Because people are slimy out here. And right now, my friend's sister's going through this. My friend that died last year, they think that her body is not where it's supposed to be. So she's going through that right now. Why do they think that? Um, Because when they went out to put flowers or something on her grave, it was something that was disturbed. Oh, that's what it was. It looked like the dirt had just been redug up. That's what it was. So they went out to put flowers, I think Mother's Day. And her stuff was disturbed, and it was re-dug up. And they're like, she died a year ago. Why is her grave, like, freshly dug? So they think that they put another body on top of hers. Oh, Oh, wow. Yes. Like a whole new coffin. Yes, like a whole other person is in her grave with her right now. So they're, you know, kind of fighting that. So apparently this is happening a lot. Yeah. I'd be very upset if somebody did that. I would be upset, too. Yeah. But, But I feel like I own the cemetery. I get it. Yeah. No, don't say you get it if you own a cemetery. Once you run out of space, you run out of space. You got to go buy another plot or something. You can't just start throwing people on top of it. Real estate's expensive. It is, and it's the thought that counts. Like, really, they didn't know for how many years, and now they know. I mean, they could have gone the rest of their lives and not knowing and be fine with it, but it's like when you know, right? Of course, when you know, and now you're busted. Your significant other doesn't have to know that you are cheating, Mm -mm. but when they find out, they're upset. Right. (laughs) But you were happy two days ago, but I'm cheating on you for six months. Exactly. You've been happy the last five months, 28 days. What's different? What's different? Oh, you know the truth. Mm. 
Of course. And what is it when you know the truth? They get angry. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Just don't just they got to do a better job of covering it up. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. <laughs> don't cover it up. Don't do it at all. That I'm is sh- horrible. I'm sure there was a morally ethical ethical person working at the cemetery that was just dying to tell somebody. Well, they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was a good well, joke. They, but you can't rap. <laughs> oh. That was a well, good joke. My head. <laughs> it went over my head. I felt, you know, that must be what she feels like every day. Yeah. Oh, every day? <laughs> I miss a joke here and there. Now it's every day. That's crazy. Be careful. She'll ghost you. <laughs> I got that one. I got one. He's on a roll. All right. You want to do the next story? Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Charles Brock, Lord, Bark, Charles Bark, Barkley doesn't care about being canceled. H6. I'm going to buy some drinks for y'all. Terrible. And I'm going to buy Bud Light. Uh. <laughs> hey, and let me tell you something. All you rednecks or <laughs> who don't want to drink Bud Light, <laughs> you know, terrible rednecks, you don't drink Bud Light. Now, I don't know if Charles Barkley was drunk or if yes. this is really how he feels. I'm both. not sure. I think, I think both. <laughs> yes. But he was at a, a restaurant in Lake Tahoe and he was at the bar. And as you is heard. that by Lake Tahoe? Lake Tahoe? What do you mean by it? He is was that where you at... tie up prostitutes at? <laughs> Tahoe. <laughs> I said Tahoe. No, it's the first oh, time. No, no, no. Well, whatever. He's you got to be Lake careful Tahoe. at Tahoe. They'll take your kidney. <laughs> he said <at> Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> and he offered to buy a round of drinks to the bar, and then he goes on this rant saying he doesn't care who doesn't like Bud Light. And he ended it by basically saying he doesn't care if people cancel, can't, tries to cancel him either because he'll just take all of his money and he'll go golf every day. So he said, if you're gay, God bless you. If you're trans, God bless you. And if you have a problem with it, F word you. Yeah, the the, Bud, the Budweiser thing I think is still a thing, but it's not a big thing. Like mm-hmm. where the bigger celebrities, mm-hmm. they're getting away from talking about it. It's just the, you know everyday average people that are still holding the grudge trying to go like we're putting this business or put them out of business we understand like Anheuser bush imbev they own a lot of different things right they can take money from a and give to b and take still from c afloat. and give to b and, and still say stay afloat so you know i understand that the brand bud light mm-hmm. has been damaged and in the the brand itself as far as in the eyes of a certain sect of people in the community it's been tarnished but in the whole scheme of things, there's more life to worry about. It is. Have they contacted you yet? No, about my idea? Yeah. No, it is a good idea. I've been yeah, sitting on pins and needles waiting yeah. to see if you're going to tell me they contacted you. It's a pretty damn good idea. Yeah. But you know what? If like you're still mad at something, I guess you know it's, it's just it's, it's so much energy to stay mad at something. For this long. And there's no payoff. Everything no. in life has to have a payoff. There's like no payoff. But here's the thing with people like Barkley. Like, you, they can say and do whatever they want because they have so much money. Oh, because, yeah, like he said, he doesn't care about being canceled. Right. TNT's not going to fire him. They're not going to fire Shaq. Oh. They're not going to fire. Those guys make that network, especially during basketball season. They're untouchable. Right. It's easier said than done to do and say things that you want to do and say when you've got millions of dollars and you've got 28 years left to live. Right. It's it's very simple to do and say. But is that a good use of your platform? Uh, I think people can say and do whatever they want. I, like, I, I'm I'm never opposed to 
If an artist wants to go up on stage and tell you who to vote for, they have there's they're no different than you or I. They have every right to do that. It's actually their concert. They can mm-hmm. say whatever they want. If you don't like it, you can walk away. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't like that message, you cannot be their fan and support them. That's your choice. But for people to impose their beliefs and how they feel on anyone and everyone else, that's when I have the problem. People mind your own business. Right. Right? I mean, you go out there and like, well, I feel this way. You should feel this way. I subscribe no. to minding right. your own business. It's Whew. it's hypocritical. Like, you're doing exactly what you don't want other people to do. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why none of this makes sense. Like, I'm so surprised there hasn't been someone with a half a brain get up, you know, uh, on the pulpit and tell people, like, look, dude, you're being as bad as that guy, and that guy's being as bad as this guy. You're doing ex- – you have more in common than what you know. Absolutely. <laughs> right. That right. You're doing exactly the same thing to each other. doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, terrible. Michelob, Corona, Bex, Stella. That's just a, a Stella Rose. That's uh, Artois. Oh, Stella Artois. Okay, is just a, a cross section of also beverages owned by InBev. So if you're going to hate on one, don't you have to hate on all of them? I would think so. Bush, the Bush products are out. Natural Light, no Natty anymore. Oh, you can't go without Natty. <laughs> natty Light or Natty Ice. <laughs> There's people that brush their teeth with Natty. Oh, my God. Yeah, we call them alcoholics. <laughs> There's nothing better than propping up your car that you've been working on for the past 15 years and <laughs> having a nice, cool Natty light. Why do people work on them cars for those, so long? Those cinder blocks are heavy. You lose track of time when you're hitting the 30 rack of Natty, okay? That's why the car's been up on blocks for so long. That's right. When you're driving your house around town, and <laughs> you gotta stop off sometimes and have yourself a nice ice cold <laughs> natty. <laughs> oh my god! When you knew all along she was your sister, you <laughs> gotta have a natty. Natural light was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Foxworthy bit. <laughs> all right, this uh, this lady, lady from uh, Alabama, right? Alabama, yeah. Yes, Alabama. Carly Russell. So this is the woman that says that she was abducted. That and this is another thing: is everybody buying into the internet? My in-laws, my mother. Oh, thank God she's found safe. Didn't even read the damn story. Uh, so she said she was abducted after she stopped to help this toddler. Toddler that was walking on the side of the highway at right. night. And then a couple out, uh, forty-eight hours later, give or take, she ends up back at her parents' house. Yep. And nothing adds up from the very beginning. Well, now the chief of the Hoover police in Hoover, yes. Alabama, mm-hmm. has spoken out, and he's, well, I'll tell you what he said, but I, you have to kind of read between the lines. Exactly. He's, he's insinuating. He's telling you. He's insinuating Carly's not on the for real. He's lying. Not at all. Yeah. All right, we'll tell you all about that here in a minute. Hey. Grab their podcasts on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Now. Now. Back to the BS. Appreciate your time. It's the BS. All sponsored by Sky River Casino and Elk Grove. Since we're going to have a couple days off, I think I might find myself at a mm. Texas Hold'em table while Nelson takes his kids back to the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to go there, too. And they said they were like, hey, you guys are going to mornings. So I was like, no, we're not. I said, what do you mean? One stipulation. Nelson's kids have got to go back. 
<laughs> they got to get out of here. I go, the last thing, you know, because my morning schedule for doing a morning show is I'm up at like 3.30 or something, you know, whatever, and uh, I get into work, and the last thing you want is problems. Last thing in the world I need is the guy that pushes all the buttons not to be here. Hmm. Just can't do it. Then you don't have a show. Nope. I think I could have saved a lot of money if they were if we were doing mornings while they were here over the summertime because they sleep in. So I would have not gotten a nanny. I would have just. Left I don't know why you off. got. I don't know why you got one anyway. You don't watch them. <laughs> they run wild. I mean, especially at this time of day, you should have just dropped them off at the mall. It would have been safer than the other three times you lost your children. Oh my god. <laughs> Am I wrong, Nikki? No, you are not wrong at all. You, you are, are right. absolutely wrong. You are right. Air tag them and then find them after. It'll be a fun game. Seven o'clock hits. It's huh. Find Nelson's huh. kids. Huh. <laughs> you, you bounty up a hundred bucks after every show, and whoever, Great. whatever, whatever listener can find your kids, they get a hundred bucks. That's pretty cool. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Carly Russell's her name. I'm sure you've heard the story. If you have not, mm-hmm. let me get you involved. So uh, the other day, there uh, this week, there's a story went national of this woman, Carly Russell, who claims that she was abducted. She was driving down a road. There were other people on this road, and she says that she sees, this was like, uh, what, the 15th of July, I think it, it first took place? Yes. She sees this young... Toddler. No, it, the, the kid was like four or five. She said the kid was two or three. Okay, so I read four or five. Either way, we can, I think that's important because she said the kids were in diapers. Right, that's what I'm saying. She said it was a little toddler in diapers walking along the interstate in the dark. Because I had read that she said it was four or five, and I'm like, and I don't know, because I didn't get into my kids' lives until after diapers, but... You don't five. wear diapers at four and five. Okay, that was my question. <laughs> no. right? I know I wear them at 45, but right. I don't wear them four or five. So she gets abducted, allegedly. She's missing for two days? Two days. Right. Almost three. Um, I'm sorry, July 13th was the day of her disappearance. July 15th was the day that she showed up mm-hmm. at her parents' house. She rolls up in there, says that she was abducted. They had her, it was a man and a woman, said they had her take her clothes off. And she was able to escape this abduction when they were transferring her in vehicles. Right, because they put her in the back of an 18-wheeler initially is what she said. Right. And took pictures of her. There's no other explanation of how she got away, how she was abducted, this kid. So right out of the gates, the internet being the internet, Mm -hmm. it was like, no, 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 wait a minute, this ain't right. So her significant other, boyfriend, husband. Ex-boyfriend. Oh, ex-boyfriend. Goes out on social media, backs her play. He does. And they were broken up at the time. And he's the one that made the internet start really digging. And they found out that him and her weren't even together anymore. They were broken up because he was cheated on her with a stripper. Okay. They produced the text messages and everything. What the internet did? Sure did. I got them right here on my phone. How'd the internet find the text messages? I don't know how they found them, but they did. The internet Jesus. is undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so those were posted two days ago. Right. Well, I don't think we should hold judgment for dating a stripper. There's a lot of very nice. No, we're not judging, but we're just there. saying they weren't even together. Exotic dancers is what they like to be referred to. Right. Her parents back her play. They do. They went on what? Good Morning America. Yeah, they went big. Mm-hmm. And but. Every time they're back in this girl's play, she has not spoken, and she still hasn't even spoken further with authorities. 
Well, she just recently has. That's what came out today was they finally got to actually speak with her and they have more holes that's inconsistent with her story. Uh, Chief of Hoover Police says there's no risk to public safety in the Carly Russell disappearance case. So what he's pretty much implying is that she was never abducted. Right. Right. Because if she was she was she were she was she was abducted, then there would be some type of risk to public safety because they would right. not have found the Because they don't have these people in custody, so they don't know who they are. They could have abducted somebody else. That's tricky. Chief Nick Derzies, that's his name, mm-hmm. he addressed the media today to share the facts uncovered by investigators so far. Handed, handed to the Hoover police two days. They've done a lot. Uh, this uh, chief says Carly was captured on surveillance, leaving mm-hmm. work. This on the 13th of July. That's the day that she disappeared, allegedly. Taking a robe and toilet paper with her. Right, because she's a nurse. So she worked at, well, I think, a nursing home or either a hospital. Yeah, was she juggling this stuff? Why do they have this on the camera? You don't have a bag to put that stuff in? Sometimes people carry stuff out in their hand. You see me leave here every day with a bunch of crap in my hand. Yeah, but not if you're stealing something from work. Uh, I understand taking a robe. Toilet paper? Because she already possibly planned to go stay somewhere else, and she wanted to make sure that if she had to use the bathroom, she had toilet paper. You don't find that odd? I find it very odd. I find it planning ahead like you already know where you're going. All right. As I continue to read this the story, if anyone has ever left their house with toilet paper, would you please call? I don't think it exists. That's not a thing. Nobody leaves their house with toilet paper. If you're, okay, so the- Unless you're going camping. I, 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 well, she could be out in the woods, yeah. Unless you're going camp, or you're going to be gone by your, yeah, out in the woods mm-hmm. for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Well, she's missing 48 hours, right? Nobody right. leaves. It's not, okay, let's just put it this way. It's not normal no. to leave your house with toilet paper. No. We can agree on that? Yes. We can agree. Okay, thank you. No need for you to call. We're, we're in agreement. <laughs> she then ordered food and stopped at a Target to buy granola bars and Cheez-Its, which are contradictory items. If you're going to eat granola bars, you should not be eating Cheez-Its. The cheese and sweetness goes together. Yeah, but what kind of granola bars, too? I mean, are we talking Nature Valley, you know what I mean, which is right. all just sugar and peanut butter anyway? Right, okay. She's trying to be healthy, and then she goes, Cheez-Its. She realizes <laughs> she's not being healthy, uh-huh. so she's justifying in line. And she goes, all right, I'll get the Cheez-Its anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Thank God I got toilet paper. Right. <laughs> oh, go right through you. Officers discovered on her phone... Uh, Carly's phone, wig and the food she ordered in her car, but say the Target items, robe and the toilet paper she'd taken from her workplace were gone. Exactly. Because she took them with her. Took them with her. If you were abducted, everything would have been left in the car. Right. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, who leaves behind their wig? That was a telltale when I first heard it. I'm like, what do they mean her wig was in the car? Like, okay, I have on a wig right now. Somebody snatches me. If my wig was to come off, which this one could because it's real loose, it won't be in my car. It's going to be on the side of the road somewhere like, dang, she was fighting him and her wig came off. Like, it's not going to be just sitting in my seat. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. I'm glad that we have not only an expert when it comes to fentanyl with uh-huh. Nelson, yep. but when we have a wig conversation, <laughs> yes. we have it. I've got to find something that I'm an expert in. Uh-huh. But, like, this is your show, your go-to show for fentanyl advice uh-huh. and wig advice. Yep. <laughs> Trust. Nowhere else on the dial can you find that. Nope. I promise you. Facts. <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, Carly showed up two days later, July 15th, at her parents' home. Chief of police there say that she told him she was eventually able to escape 
when she was loaded into another vehicle running through the woods until eventually arriving at her family home. That's the story. But here's another thing about her arriving at home that the Internet has has got with her. Ring doorbell footage shows her walking through her neighborhood, just regular and calm. Once she gets close to her house, then she starts running, flailing her arms and screaming as if she's in distress. Well, kind of like that. right yeah. before you go to the nurse's office yeah. as a kid, you're like splash a little water on your face, and you're like very similar when I was at the ER waiting for hours, and I finally had to say, "I'm at a ten level." Yeah. <laughs> Spike. Chief there at Hoover Police in Alabama also revealed some. Now this is where it gets juicy. Mm-hmm. Revealed some searches Carly did on her phone in the days and even the hours leading up to her disappearance. How to poop in the woods. These included, <laughs> do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? This, this, this chick's dumb. Uh, how to take money from a register without getting caught. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Birmingham bus station? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Yeah, I uptake at the end. One-way bus ticket Birmingham to Nashville. And also on her phone in her Google history, uh, or her searches for whatever she was using, the movie Taken, and, which and is I, about being abducted. Uh-huh. And I can break some of these down for you. The reason why she's talking about stealing from a register is because allegedly, this is all what the internet dug up that I read, they're saying that she, on the day of her abduction, was fired from her job for stealing. So that could be why she looked that up. The Amber Alert thing was, of course, I guess she thought they might put an Amber Alert out for her being abducted, not realizing you're grown. Amber Alerts are for children. And what was the other thing she did? Oh, the Birmingham thing. Because she had broken up with her boyfriend, she had she's failing out of school, they say. She was trying to, like, get out of town and leave to get back at him, like make him want her or wonder what's happening to her. She did not think this would gain national attention. Was he in? Was he in Alabama or is he in Nashville? He lives in Alabama. He lives in Alabama. So they haven't said that, that she knows anybody in Nashville. No, they have not said that. It was just, oh, you're good over there. Mm-hmm. You're really. I knew you're really into this. Yeah, I am. Uh-huh. You know, I've been I, on I'm it into because... it, but I, I'm leaning on you. Just, I like. I like the passion over there. <laughs> because I really do. we never get national news normally when somebody's missing, and then you finally get national news. Everybody's looking for you. Everybody's sharing it on their social media, and then you come out to be alive. Well, you know, a side part of this story, which if and when or when and if this comes out that this is all smoke and mirrors, mm-hmm. uh, there's been an argument, rightfully so, made for years. I've made this argument as well. A white girl goes missing. It gets picked up. A black girl go, gets goes missing. Nothing. It's ignored. Yep. It's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, it, and, and, and that's, that's real. Like, mm-hmm. that is real. Do I think that the... News stations are racist for not doing it. No. But if you boil it down, most likely what they're saying is, well, the the white girl's going to get more attention than the black girl. And it's true. Which mm-hmm. is racist. I mean, right. you don't have to say it, but that is racist. What's happened? So you have this story of a potential abduction of an African-American woman. And if it comes, you know, it's crying it's wolf. Like, oh not a good gosh, look. You're setting us right. back. You're setting us all the way back. We finally get some national news and you're a liar. So the police chief also said there are searches conducted uh, on her phone that revealed her state of mind leading up to the disappearance, but he wasn't going to share those out of respect for her family. Ooh. And He's, see, that struck me too. Well, maybe it was like suicide or, or something like that. No, I'm say saying that. him wanting to be respectful of her family and her family not wanting to be respectful of themselves. 
He said yeah. they still need to do some work to determine exactly where she disappeared. In those 49 hours she was gone, but claims there's no threat. Again, he claims there's no threat to public safety, saying pretty much she was she never. She was not abducted. So, so now you get, now's open range, right? Yeah. Like you got, a, you got an open door to go ahead and start speculating on what you think she was trying to do. And the speculations are endless. That's what I'm saying. They've already dug in, found messages. This looks like it boils down to her flunking out of school, stealing, and trying to get back at her boyfriend. You think the Amber Alert search had anything to do with her saying that there was a toddler on the road, too? Like, because she wanted to, she was asking if she could buy it. Uh-huh. So it would be more or less... Unlike what you said, Nikki D, about, you know, you're not a child. What Nelson's saying is if she has the story of a kid, she oh. then could buy the Amber Alert. Right. And then she is also abducted. This kid's also abducted. And that adds validity to her story. Right. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with just from what I've gotten right now. I'm going to go with uh, has something to do with a guy. Oh, yeah. Me oh, too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all, ex-boyfriend. It's well. You think he's involved? I don't think that he's involved. I think she did it because of him. I just think he stepped into the spotlight once everything was going on, oh, and yeah. in the end, he's gonna feel stupid too. Yep. But I think that there's another person. There's a. There's a. There's a. Her friend. No, there's the, another guy. Oh. That we haven't met yet in the story. Okay. Oh. I don't know about that. That one hasn't come out. Her well, no, I know. That's my. That's yeah, my. Yeah, yeah. That's my I haven't speculation. Come out they're, they're saying that she stayed with a friend over the weekend, though. So I wonder if that's if who they, it is, DeAndre. Catch up with that friend if that person's going to receive any type of charges, too. DeAndre. DeAndre? That's the guy. Oh, okay. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to mm-hmm. date? Mm-hmm. Just a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's what they're saying. It was just a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I love this song. I know. Oh, baby. Oh. <laughs> that's, been, that's been sitting on my little <laughs> screen of buttons for months and months. I've just been looking for a reason to you be able to Bismarck here on your screen? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's awesome. It's in special colors and everything so I can get right to it. Is he still alive? I believe Biz is, yes. He DJed a lot. I'd see him in Orlando. DJ. I feel like he just recently died. I remember seeing that he I died. thought he did, too. He was a big guy. He wasn't oh, in the no. best health. I mean, Biz. oh no! You can't say oh no if you the didn't Biz know. Biz Marquee, though, but I don't want to lose Biz. Well, like, <laughs> like you get his newsletters. Yeah, he died July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. So fresh. I'm <laughs> such a huge fan of Nelson. Get <laughs> out of here, Nelson. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, totally, totally could relate because I always needed a friend. I did. So he's just a friend. Oh hey. baby. No. Oh. What was the other song he did? Amadeus. Yeah, uh, I, I remember him more from uh, uh, SSX Tricky. He was the voice of that. Like they used him as a like a DJ voice on a video game. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not really familiar with his music. <laughs> I know just a but what I but what I do know is that part in the grocery store where it tells me how much each item is when you're doing time and mm-hmm. Afterlife Four. Yeah, Bismarck Key. You know, because I've got a court date that's coming up. And you'd hear his voice. <laughs> Miranda Lambert, she's firing back at the uh, Cougars that were taking the selfie that uh, said they're never going back to Miranda Lambert concert. I thought I was wrong that she'd fire back and apologize. No. Not the case. No. <laughs> Country music's on fire between her and Jason Aldean. 
Right. They got all kinds of heat with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell you that story in a minute. Hey, think Miranda Lambert's sexy? Yes. You met her? Uh, no. I've seen her. She is. Never. Started like on Radio Row for a country music show. Okay. And she had her hair in braids. I was about to say, didn't you go to the awards? You didn't meet her there? I saw her. Walk by her. They all just kind of walk around. They're, they don't have, like, security or anything. Uh-huh. It's pretty weird. Uh, like, unlike pop or even rock stars, they'll have people that escort them. They just kind of mosey around. But she's got, like, that thick country thing going on. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Heavier she is, the hotter she is. I was about to say thick country. I was about to say, you mean her accent? You mean her body? No, her body. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you, you want a girl that likes biscuits and gravy. She mm-hmm. looks like she has a ring around her eyes to me every time I see her in pictures. Rings? Yeah. She's probably sleepy. Like those raccoon-looking rings around her eyes. I've heard she can feel, drink. And then you got to feel bad for her because the dude cheated on her with Gwen Stefani. You know? Yeah, but she, like, the... She's uh, banging she doesn't like 20... seem like she's very nice, so I don't know that I feel bad for her. Well, the allegations were also that she was... He cheated on his ex with her. No. Oh, yeah, I heard that, too, I think. Yes. What goes around comes he, around. Right. So she's a thing. Uh, well, she's a thing in that world, but she's a thing, like, for everybody now because she halts a show... What she was doing, a, a concert she was doing in Vegas. And there was like this group of cougars, these women, that were taking a, it says they were taking a selfie, but it wasn't. They were taking a photo. Uh, Somebody was taking a picture of them. But the way that they were, and I don't know where she was performing, uh, but the way that they had the stage set up is like, just imagine a stage. She's up on it. She's singing her thing. She's like, yee yeehaw kind of thing. And then there's, there's seating and then it, I don't know if it was the sound stage or just like there's something that divided mm-hmm. that area and the area where these middle-aged women were standing and they wanted a picture. Um, and so she stops the show. It was at Planet Hollywood in Vegas. Okay, so she's at mm-hmm. so she's at Planet Hollywood performing in, in that venue, and so she stops the show and she says, uh, you know, like what are you doing? You know, like you're pissing me off. Because it's disrespectful. You know, and like like I said this the other day when we were talking about the story, she's got every right to, to, to that that's her stage, that's her job, that's what she's doing for a living. She can say that, and mm-hmm. she can stop down. Sure. She's losing this battle with the internet. The internet yes. is actually sticking up for these women. Just I you, would agree. Just because you can do it doesn't mean it's the right move. Right, because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. They're at a concert having a good time. So these women get interviewed, like TMZ got a hold of them or something. These women get interviewed. They're very intelligent, very, you know, eloquent. And she's like, you know, like, we like her. We went to the show, and, you know, she did that, and that was kind of rude, and, you know, we're not fans anymore, but so be it, and we'll move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for any type of no any type of fame or anything. So Marina Lambert then comes out, and she's, like, sticking to her guns. I thought she would apologize. Because that's that's the move, right? You're in politics, right? That's the move. Going, hey, look, I was having a bad night. I overreacted. It took me off guard. I, you know, it it did bother me. I'm not going to lie, but I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Right. And move uh, on. You got to be humble in order to do that. So the fact that she stopped the show and yelled at these women I already tell you the type of attitude that she has. She thinks maybe she's bigger than whatever else is going on. The, the thing is, is I, and this hasn't been brought up in this conversation, is she's performing in Vegas. So the people that are going to watch her or any artist perform in Vegas, you have a very good chance that they're not diehard fans. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, they might just be there and they're catching a show. Or they got free tickets. Okay, that right. makes sense. Like, what are we going to do tonight before we go gamble? Oh, Miranda Lambert's playing at Planet Hollywood. Well, let's do that. That makes sense. So she, sh- she should have wanted to try to win over some new fans. Well, especially because she's never been the, like, top tier talent that she right that she believes that she is she is an she's an opening act an arena act in her own right but she is an opener very few people go to vegas and there are very few artists that those people they're going to vegas to see yeah i'm going to vegas to see usher yeah she wasn't in a residency right uh usher you know maybe well i she probably was you think oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean you're not gonna yeah like at planet hollywood i'm sure she was okay like britney was there and backstreet was there and all that stuff uh, Usher. Yeah, I'm going. He he he's paid his dues. He's somebody that mm-hmm. people would go see. Mm-hmm. Garth, of course, at the win. Uh, now I believe he's at Caesars. Somebody you would travel to go and right. see. Um, you too. You travel. You go and see. Mm-hmm. Right. Miranda Lambert. I don't know if she's a travel to Vegas and go and see, but she's definitely somebody. When you're in Vegas, especially if you're staying at Planet Hollywood, bless your heart. Uh, that you What's would say. What's wrong with Planet Hollywood? It used to be great. It's not so. It's it's it's. it's you like gotta circus, tell me circus where I now, need to right? Stay. Like it's 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 it's, it's a little ghetto. Uh huh. Yeah. Ghetto. <laughs> I used to know the owner too, Robert Earl. You know, he, he does owns Buca de Peppa and also. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Sandwich shop, the Earl Duke of Earl or mm-hmm. whatever it is, sandwich shop. So I used to stay there a lot, and then they sold it. It's all Caesars now. Right. But anyway, so she she comes out. She's like, look. I expect respect uh, from concert goers. So I'm right. You're wrong. I want respect. Have you ever been to a concert where they stopped it? The artist stopped it? No, never. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel uncomfortable and awkward. Have you been to one? Yeah, I know that. That's why I'm saying that. Well, why did they stop it? Fight. Oh, okay. Well, right. that makes sense. Usually fighting. it's that, right? It, yeah. Right. It does. And it does make sense. But it's still, I don't think the artists realize how uncomfortable it makes everyone feel when you stop the show. Because everybody's just kind of looking around like, well, what's going on or what's happening? Or... It's it's like you feel like you stole something, mm-hmm. right, when you didn't. Right. <laughs> but you feel like you stole something. So when they stop the show, you feel like you did something wrong and they're talking to you. I would have felt like that in this scenario because she did stop the show and talk to you. And it's like you cower down and maybe kind of feel like a little child. Well, I know me. I would have been pissed. So I would have probably yelled at her or something. But it, I could see how it could make you feel like you putting all this spotlight on me and attention on me like I'm doing something to ruin your show. And, and here's the thing. If it were a different artist with a different crowd and possibly a different venue, like let's say you were at the fire and Miranda Lambert's playing and she got all her fans out there, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You actually put those people in jeopardy, like in harm's way. Oh, yeah. Fans start acting crazy mm-hmm. and yelling at them or throwing stuff at them. Yeah. And so, like, I, 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 I feel for Miranda Lambert because, I, you know, she's up on it is her show and you should respect her. And that is very disrespectful. Uh, so on that side, I, I, I'm, I'm team Miranda Lambert. Uh, but from the fans perspective, it, it's like nobody's right and everybody's wrong. Mm-hmm. And nobody's everybody's wrong and nobody's right. It's like one of those types of things. From the fans' perspective, you're going, look, I paid money to come see this. I can do whatever I want. I want a picture. And they said they couldn't take a normal picture. They had to take the picture like that. Because there was so many of them. Because of No, because of the way they were sitting. Oh, okay. They couldn't turn around or however. I've been in that venue. I've been in that room before. I went and saw Britney there. So I've been in that room before. Mm-hmm. So it's just like stadium seating. Oh, okay. You know, So you can't get all the girls together and turn around and take the picture. But a lot of those stadiums, though, is so tight in there. It's, it's not hard a stadium. To do- 
the seating, I mean, it's hard to do anything in the, in the seats that you're sitting in. It's an auditorium, more okay. or less. That's what it is. It's like movie seats. I mean, it's, it's that way in arenas now. Those seats feel like that. But they, they had like 20 Cougars. I mean, it was loving that. It's like a bunch of these, <laughs> a ton of old wood. You know, in the rest of their trip, they're going, I don't think it bothered. Like, I think some people would bother. I don't think about it. The rest of their trip, they're going, man, that lady's a bitch. Right. <laughs> That's no joke. Like, Jill, why did you pick that show? Why do we go see her? <laughs> it was either her or Penn and Teller. What are we going to do? <laughs> right. Who's the guy everybody said I look like? Uh, uh, oh, Donnie Osmond. Yeah. Don- we could have gone saw Donnie and Marie. <laughs> you know we could have gotten tons of pictures, and he would have not stopped the show. He would have come down off stage and taken pictures with you. Exactly. He would have been very happy that we were there taking pictures <laughs> in the background. Jill, you're not like poor Jill. She didn't get to make any more choices on this girl's trip. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jill, they, you just sit in the back and ride. Right, and they all talk trash about Jill. They did. You know, Kitty's going over to Pussy going, Pussy, I got to tell you, that Jill girl, I know you grew up with her, but she's not making any more choices for us. <laughs> I know, Kitty. I know. We're going viral and everything. I'm sorry. I know. My daughter just said that we're on the tick gram. <laughs> We're on the line, and everybody's talking about us. We're, like, famous. I'm getting phone calls. It's weird. <laughs> it's all Jill's fault. I want it to be, on, you know, stay off the radar. I didn't want Bob to see what I was doing. <laughs> I told Bob that we are going to go to sleep early tonight. Now he knows that I was at Miranda Lambert. <laughs> Bob's going to be pissed. You know Bob gets, especially after a long day at work. Starts drinking. Takes it out on me. Oh my God. <laughs> now we moving in something else. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> Physically and emotionally. Yeah. So bad. Throws the dog toys at me. <laughs> That's spiky rubber balls. <laughs> Very painful. All right. Fourth and final round of head, uh, headphones. I do that every time on the headphones. fourth one. You're tired. Only, you're tired on the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new morning show thing. We only do three hours. Can't do it. All right. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where Jason Aldean's video was pulled from and who else may be asked to strike. Oh, no. All right, we'll get you all that here in a minute. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines, thanks to good guys, heating and air. Best service, best price, guaranteed. That's no BS. 530-GOOD AIR. Nikki D. CMT pulls the plug on the small town video. 8-7. This morning, country music star Jason Aldean is defending his controversial music video. Yeah, you think you're tough. We'll try that in a small town. I swear I know the words and everything out of this song because I've listened to it so many times. It sounds like another days. song. I can't think of the other song. But there's yeah, it's another Jason Aldean song. It sounds exactly alike. Yeah, it's it's like a cut and paste kind of thing. Uh-huh. Well, a lot of his songs are uh, similar. I oh. feel like I hear horses running when it plays in the background and it's dark and the moon. I don't know. I actually like the song. <laughs> 
regardless of what the words say. But uh, CMT has pulled the video from their website. I, I I was trying to figure out why this is a big deal now because this came out back in May. Because they probably don't show videos anyway. Well, the re- that's the reason why because the video just dropped on July 14th. So that's what people are so upset about. And again, outside of them trying to link the building that is behind the images that he showed in his video, I don't think they were racist. They were actual videos of things that actually was happening on the news, but they've taken it down. Yeah, and, and the problem is, is you know, you get everybody that jumps on the, oh, like using the word racist to somebody, uh, it's, it's a big deal. It's so loosely thrown around. Like, I compare it to the, the, the other R word. Mm-hmm. I mean, you better damn well be sure if you're calling someone racist. Right. Like, seriously calling someone out publicly, like calling them a rapist. I mean, that could be detrimental. That Those are really tough words. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't agree with any of the heat this guy's getting. Like, I, the Met, we know what way he leans and what he believes in. But, you know, his message is, hey, look, we, you know, I grew up in a small town. And Macon's not all that small. By it's the way. really not. It's not. <laughs> it's you know, City. It's uh, it's it's what like the second or third biggest city in Georgia. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not that small of a town. Anyway, uh, he's saying like you, we're not going to have that here. I don't want that. I don't want that protest crap. I don't want you spitting in the cops' face. There's nothing wrong with it. But it, the song came out in May. Mm-hmm. But the video is the one is that what's in question, dropped. right? Because behind him allegedly is like where lynching took place. I'm guessing he shot. No, it's it. not alleged. It actually did happen there. Okay. Well, I'm guessing it happened in Georgia. Like I said the other day. You try to find an historic building in Georgia that something from the Civil War and slavery did not happen. People are getting married at plantations. Yes, they are. Where they kept black people as slaves. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a thing. There's a golf tournament that you enjoy at a plantation called the Masters. Yes. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, think about it for a second. Like, if you really want to break down everything... Like, let's just get rid of it all or just move forward and move on. And even uh, other artists have spoken out against him now. Cheryl Crow. Crow. She's come out and she says she's from a small town. And even people in small towns are sick of violence. So she's not back in his play. You know what people in small small towns are doing? What? Meth. Yeah, that's no lie. (laughs) (laughs) That's no lie. (laughs) you were going to say they're like playing his anthem or they're celebrating him. I did not nope. think you were going to say that. No. People in small towns don't give a damn about Jason Aldean's song. Nope. All they care about is when they're going to get the next house cleaning liquid so they can make meth. Oh my God. And the shadow people. And the shadow people. Yeah. Well, his song is, is topping the charts now. It's uh, it, well, controversy. number one in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care. I mean, this is good for him. You know, yeah. it polarizes an audience. His fans are siding with him. His fans are, yes. It's it's and, and his non-fans are not. You don't care about the people that aren't supporting you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not his audience. He's catering to his audience. But he still doesn't want his reputation drugged through the mud by the R word. He is speaking out against that, and I agree with him on that. I bet you behind the scenes he's going, man, I love this stuff. Yeah. This is great. You think he is? Absolutely. He he Absolutely. He's going, man, this is so good for me. This is He's a martyr to his fans. 
Right. You know, because he's saying what he has to say. He's standing up against the woke mentality. You know, yeah, all that he's stuff. never going to apologize. That's what this, this uh, guy was speaking out, saying he's not going to apologize because he has to let his fans be happy. He shouldn't apologize. And I don't think he should either. What he's saying is what he's standing by, and that's what he is. Yeah. And he didn't even write the song. He's not even a writer on the right. song. Right. Like, that's the other thing people don't realize. A lot of these country guys are not writing. Mm-mm. There's like four guys in country that are writing all of the songs. Well, but it's not about the song. The song's been out about May. It's about the video. Yeah, it's about the video. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the song or the lyrics, which is odd, right? But they're saying the message in the song is not what they're saying. The, the undertone of it is about lynching, and that's not true. No, not oh, even no. close. No. It's not true. Very silly stuff. He's got to find a hobby, whoever's upset. I bet you the person that's pissed off at him is drinking a Bud Light. Probably so. Yeah. And but angry at themselves for doing it. But but they're they're protesting it. Uh-huh. But they're still drinking it. Well, I got this 24-pack. I guess I got to finish it. <laughs> at home, hiding. <laughs> Am I ever going to get through this, this suitcase of Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> All right, second story. Will you still go to the movies this weekend? H8. Greed is going to be the end of humanity. That's what's going to kill us all, you know? And... The things that the actors are asking for is common sense. So a lot of actors have been speaking out as the strike is going on. And one of the questions now that's being asked is that our consumers who are going to the movies, taking the movies in, because by doing that, you're still supporting the industry by putting money in their pockets to see these movies. Are you going to stop going to stand with the actors and the writers that are on strike? Now, they haven't asked us to. SAG hasn't come out. WGA has not come out and asked consumers to boycott. But what are your thoughts on it? Would you boycott going no. to the movies? Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, me either. I'm also, not going to lie. I'm going to go see the Barbie movie Friday. Your, your fight Barbie about movie. AI and residuals, and I'm not an actor. So I. when's the last time you asked me if you could help me? Like, when did you ever fight for our right to not pay $50 a ticket to go see your movie? Right. Exactly. You know, so you got, you know, do what you got to do and not work and do whatever it is that, you know, walk around your signs and stuff like that. But if I want to go to the movies, <laughs> go to the damn movies. Also, fastest way to not have more checks coming in is telling us not to go watch movies that are already made. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. And it's funny because. I'm a Barbie girl. The big thing is, is theaters are hurting anyway. And after the pandemic, you know, they do this big push to, you know, only in theaters. Get mm-hmm. back into the movies. Get mm-hmm. back into theaters. Mm-hmm. And now they're telling you not to go. You know, make up your own damn minds. They haven't technically said not to go. It's just kind of being tossed around. Well, so if it tossing. comes out and say, are you going? I just want to know if y'all I, was going to boycott. I tell you what, I would lead a boycott, which is really not my thing, but I'd lead a boycott of going to the movies if Tom Cruise calls this show Ooh. and says, J-Bay, <laughs> J-Bay. Uh, after we're done this, we're going to take care of these high ticket prices for the theater. Oh, and then you'd boycott if he did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah Him or sure. Kevin Costner, are those the two people that got a call, or it got to only be Tom Cruise? It's Tommy. Well, well, I don't know. He loves Kevin. so I know, but Kevin it, Costner is not Tom Cruise. It could be Tom Cruise. It could be Kevin Costner. It could be See? Brad Pitt. Okay. One of those three. I think Kevin Costner is the third place in those three names. Or, not for him. Or it I could know. be Sean William Scott. I would Who take Sean. Yeah, Stifler. Which actually might actually happen. <laughs> yeah, that you could probably get. <laughs> There's a good chance he might call. I actually just saw him in a movie recently. 
this movie called Becky. I believe it. And it's well, he plays this racist dude, and it's like this sixteen-year-old girl that goes on a killing rampage, and she messes him up. Dude. For some reason, he's been in my feed lately. That's why I said his name. And <laughs> there was like one story where he said, if they ever do another American Pie, he thinks that Stifler's character should be by. Oh, that would it would make sense because there were tendencies. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, with the whole milk and the prostate and all that, and him really getting into that, and the three, some of the girls and the guys, yeah, and they're, they're, you know, so you got that, and then there was another article where Ryan Reynolds said that there's only one other actor in his opinion that could play Deadpool, and that was Sean William Scott. I'd buy that. I could see him in that role. Out of every, I was like, oh, he's gonna say Jason Ham or somebody like that, but no, he said Sean William Scott. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Uh, I know we have a few texts in the text machine. You can get those in there as well. Same number. Messaging data rates apply. We'll do all that and roll some credits here for a Wednesday, right? It is a Wednesday, yes. A Wednesday, and they get out of here. Hang on. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. Big thanks to Sky River Casino and Al Grove. The more I say I'm going to go out there this weekend, the more I start salvating. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, you you got me convinced. I'm gonna go out there too. I haven't been in a minute, and I want to play some slots. I know, it's just feeling like, lucky. You say it, and it's it's like a food that you really enjoy, mm. and then you can start to feel the chips, hear the chips, smell the chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Nelson is uh, very upset right now because uh, during the break, he wanted to see Nikki D's real hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it was right there, <laughs> and I saw how excited he was to see it. And i i had to I had to pull I had to put the brakes on it. Put the kibosh on. I put the kibosh on it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. He's way too excited to see it. Let's make him earn it. <laughs> what is he gonna have to do to see it? I don't know. No. It's the end of the show. I've got to go home and think. That's what I was thinking. Like he's like, no, you have to wait. I'm like. Till when? I'm getting my hair done in two days. Well, it started out. I was like, man, I, you know, I just got my, I was like, I got my hair cut, and I was like, every time I do that, I get these ingrown hairs. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to get my hair done tomorrow. And I said, well, or this weekend. I said, well, why do you get your hair done? You just wear wigs. What's the point? And I still don't understand what you said back to me. You said, no, I didn't say I was getting my hair done. I said I'm going to. No, I just said I didn't get. I wasn't getting my hair cut. I'm getting my hair done. You guys thought I said I was getting my hair cut. Mm. But what's the difference? The difference in what? Getting my hair done. Yeah, I don't understand. It's it's either way you wear a wig. Okay, so a wig and a weave are two different things. I, I don't know how n- another way to explain it to you guys. So a wig oh, you is guys, what I, I have on right now. It it moves around, ah! it comes off, right? That's this what I is a see. wig, okay? I want to see that will come all the way off of her head, right? I can now. just snatch this right off and my hair is under here free, right? So when I go home, like when I get in my car today, I'm going to take this off and drive home with my regular hair in my car because this wig is itchy. Now, a weave is sewn into now, my head. Now that you mess with it, it's puffy. It looks like you got a butt cut. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a white surfer. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> hey, dude. So, a weave is sewn into my head or it's braided into my head. Like, I'm going to get my hair done Saturday and I'm going to get braids. But they're crochets, so they're not going to be scalp. They're going to be well, that's like the weaved in with a little needle. Grandmother does, so the scarf. Yes, crochet. like that. It's going to be crocheted into my head on is Friday a, or Saturday. Is it a grandmother that does it? 
no, it is a stylist that does it. She's not a grandma. She's younger than me. She's in her early 20s. Does she wear the thing that you put in the hair, the big needle? Nope, she does not. <laughs> yeah, how do they do that? Do they use the needles? Like not when your hair all. is done, does it have like reindeer? No, nope, uh-huh. no reindeer. Like a Christmas scarf? <laughs> <laughs> so weave is more stable normally. My Unsnatchable wigs, is what you're saying. Yeah, my wigs normally don't come off, except the one I had on before this, my curly one, because I only got the back of it sewn off. So the front of it could still come off, but all the right. back wouldn't. All right. There you go. Well, I, I okay. you won't know again. You'll ask again. You I, I, I don't. I, I don't understand why you wear fake hair. You have like this. It. She did it for years. I uh-huh. didn't know that she wore. I thought she did her hair differently every day. <laughs> oh God! You know, because she's a fashion. You know, she she's very much into fashion. She dresses nice. She does nice makeup. Her nails. You know, she, that, that's her. That's her gimmick. I mean, I've known her a very long uh-huh. time. She's a beautiful fashionista type of woman. Sure. So I just automatically assumed every morning uh, when I'd see her, you know, she got she got she got all did up. Let's say your natural hair was as long as the wig that you have on now. Could you a make your natural hair look like that wig? And b if you could, how long would that take every day? I could make my natural hair look like this wig. Okay. I just have to press it out. The and problem- how long would that take every day? I wouldn't do it every day because it would take too long. It'd probably take like two hours. But that's two, what I'm saying. Hours. Yeah. So in order, that's part of the reason why you, that is you wear the wigs, reason right? why I wear weeds. Uh huh. So she says, "Well, you know, because we went back and forth on this." And she goes, I'm, "I'll come tomorrow with my natural hair. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's big old fuzzies. You know, she looked like um, sure she likes that Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg at the Whoopi Goldberg at the end of Sister Act, the first one. <laughs> okay. Like you know when she uh-huh. she yeah. got her hair and it's out of the habit. Uh huh. Beautiful." Absolutely beautiful. I'm going, what are you doing? I like natural hair anyway, so. You don't have to. I mean, maybe every once in a while you do it, but, like, you could save so much time. I don't understand why you spend so much time it's on it. It's a lot of maintenance, though, right? It's a lot natural of maintenance hair. for your natural hair. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of maintenance. Like, I don't know what the maintenance is, but I know that the, it, it's a lot of upkeep. And I it still is. don't understand why you'd pay somebody. Like, well, what's she gonna, you can't do it yourself. You can't do your own haircuts. So how are you going to be able to weave your own hair in and have it look right? Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, she's not paying somebody to do a haircut. That's the terminology that we're getting wrong. But what I mean is, like, I can you, you imagine, mean. like, sewing the back, sewing yes. something into the back of your head and not being able to see it? I I, I did it for four years. Okay, Rambo. What I'm not talking about. Sewing? He's talking about his stitches he got in the war, and he pulled out his Bowie knife. And... No, don't put, don't put words in my mouth. For four years, I, I, I could not grow a rat tail. <laughs> I had a rat tail as a kid. So I wanted a rat tail, so I sewed it in myself. You sewed a rat tail in- <laughs> Now, that is maybe the most white trash thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. More white trash than a rat tail, a sewn-in rat tail. The needle was made out of a bush light candle. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I always I always wanted a mullet, but I can't grow it because I've got these three calyx. <laughs> oh, it'd just be all over the place. So, like, the right side, when it gets long, <laughs> it just automatically curls. Spins, yeah. So the left side will go long, and the right side just spins up. <laughs> Remember in sixth grade, everybody had mullets, and I wanted one. <laughs> and I tried to do it, and I couldn't. So I had like a makeshift mullet where it was oh, no. short in the back, but it was kind of high up top. <laughs> and I'm this chubby kid wearing these, you know, guest shirts and jeans. I just, it was horrible. It was just, oh. So you go, you go back through all those pictures of haircuts when you were a kid. I mean, you can't. You can't be down on yourself because that was then, right? Uh-huh. It was the thing. It was in style. But oh my God, I went through every. I had the butt cut. I had the you know shaved underneath. I had the Jordan from New Kids on the Block look. <laughs> I had the high and tight. <laughs> I had it all. Never long though. Always wanted long. Never long. All right. 
Uh, do we got anything on the text machine before we get out quickly? Uh, yes, we have a little late on the response, but definitely not fake, Bailey. Call me, call me Captain Kirk from Elk Grove. Ha, big time listener. Every show helps me laugh and stay positive to get through the workday. Currently re-listening through all of them. Well, very sweet. All yes. Right. You got anything before we get out here? Uh, I might bring wig, wig Out Wednesdays back, so be on the lookout. Wig Out Wednesdays. Yep, that's why I would just post one of my different looks on Wednesdays and mm. let you see my different wig styles. That is a social media fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help people understand. <laughs> what do I got to do, man? Break the internet. What I do don't I know. Do? I will tell you. What do I got to do? I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> you sound like a fiend. I want to know so bad. <laughs> I want to know what her hair looks like. I just want to see it one time. I just showed Bailey a picture of the last time I blew it out, my real hair. Oh, that's That's not fair. Now you're just hiding things right out in front of me? (laughs) Oh, it's a good blow, too. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. Thanks for listening. Uh, Give us a like, share, follow, at listen to the BS. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.